0: Live. Oh, damn it. Um, we are live today. It's Saturday night. We're on, fucking, we're on Renovision, we're on absolute geek. We got a real fun show for you tonight. Well, I think it's fun. We got uh, some couple news stories. Sam is dressed for his uh talent show that he's got to do in an hour. Ish has got some cool Star Trek talk that he wants to do. Wee-wee. So we've got our top five Clinton Crane covers. We're going to talk all this Clayton Crane madness. Hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids. Um, So strap in.
1: Or strap on.
0: Or strap on, strap on. Hey. Whatever you want to do. And get ready because we're about to, it's about to start. So we're here.
2: Dress to impress. Dress for how'd success. how your wife? Hide your
0: wife? Hide your wife? Your wife? Hey. So we are going to start tonight. How's everybody doing?
2: Beautiful. I, oh, mean, you know.
1: I can't Another...
0: stop staring at Sam. I mean, I totally have like a man crush now. It's crazy. <laughs> it looks like
1: he wants to sell me a car. It looks like oh, have Jeremy I got Pivens' a deal character. For you? Yeah. Matt,
0: have I, like... I got a deal for you?
1: Look like Jeremy Piven's character in that movie, uh, the the big or the the goods. Buy hard, sell hard.
0: Right here, says, "About to smack a bitch. Get the <laughs> put the baby powder on."
2: That's right. What up, popcorn? Pippis. What up, Rich?
0: Hey, Rich, if you want to hop on and say what's up, hop on, man. I'll send you a link. Um, yeah, we got a lot of. I mean, anything crazy happened to you in this week?
2: No, for sure. We talked to some crazy lady on Thresholds of Reality. She's got an Airbnb, and her staff is entirely made of ghosts.
0: Fifteen ghosts that live in it.
2: Wow. Crazy. Good service? (laughs) Absolutely the best.
0: Six-point says, you dress for the job you want, not the one that you have. So, Sam's now a pimp. Hey. So... Anything cool in the comic book store this week? I know you got a couple freaking cool Thor covers come in.
3: And and right out the door. Um, Just yesterday, a dude came in, actually a former professional wrestler, and he bought our Journey into Mysteries 83, 84, and 85. First Thor, first Jane Foster, first Loki. So that was a that was a big purchase, and it's having a book like that in a store is nice, and then having it gone is very sad.
0: My goal is to be able to walk into your store and buy covers like that, and it's it's gonna be cash, and I'm gonna take that and I'm just gonna throw it up in the air and say, I want those three fucking covers right there, and then you have to pick up <laughs> all the money.
4: We
3: actually had another customer come in earlier in the week. Uh, he's an actor, acted in uh, Tony Scott movies. Tony Scott discovered him when he used to be the head of the Armenian mafia in New York. And this guy literally comes in. He's got this huge personality. He's like, he's like, just point, point something good. And I was like, okay, Wolverine, one, two, and four, nine point eight in the glass case. He was just like that. I'll take him. It was like it was like a tornado in and out of the store. And this I'm guy, yeah, he was just.
1: So those are kind of really, What Kyle really means is he's going to show up, he's going to take the money out of his sock, hand it to you all damp (laughs) and wet.
0: No, no, no. I'm going to take it out of my bra. And
1: he's like, I want
0: 70th appearance appearance of Thor. Yeah. So let me... Kyler seems to have a problem. Let me do this again. So six point
3: point out now we got to buy more books and it, that's getting harder and harder too
1: he says you see that that spider-man number one over there oh, it, no no yeah, yeah that that actual on un- 999th issue yeah that's the one i want
0: i'm gonna be having some expender uh, some books for sale here soon oh, this one's coming up for sale for from me
1: Ooh, big boy book very nice
0: going to be just, this one's going to be up for sale
1: Ooh,
3: so, look at this guy. I,
1: I, also I good news a, so whoever new
3: attended our rob liefeld signing last year in july finally getting their cgc books back dang it only it only took what 13 14 months
2: that's what you call service
3: Those people are like, "Oh, you get Rob Liefeld back?" I'm like, "We can't ask him back till the books from the previous signing got graded."
1: Please don't bring Rob Liefeld Liefeld back. back.
3: Hey, Rob Liefeld was great. He was great to our store. He was great to us. I know you guys have whatever history with him, but on that day when we dealt with him, that dude was an A plus superstar, and he did everything the right way.
1: That's not what I heard. I've heard, I've heard from wow. people in line. I don't know that what he you heard, but like
3: I was literally there the entire time.
1: No, I, I heard from people that were in line that he was a jackass. He might have been nice to you, but there were people in line. Yeah, he was a, he, he took time. He
0: to looked like he remembered kids. me He kept glaring at me.
1: <laughs> wow.
3: He was like, trespass. I
1: think I blocked your ass on Twitter. He's <laughs> like, Aren't you that boy who's been whacking in my tool shed?
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: th- 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 he caught me.
1: It is. Stick Boy says you can have oh, him come okay. sign in the shop. Yeah, I, was, plane and hotel I was just expenses reading that. <laughs>
0: Fuck
3: yeah. All right. Plane and hotel expenses only. I'm down. All right. So and you can sign whatever. You can sign whatever comic, whatever toy, anything. doesn't matter. I-,
0: I sent you a link, Rich. If you want to hop in and bullshit with us, you're more than welcome to. I sent you a link um so so we can get Sam the hell out of here so he can he can rule the talent show and win that very badass 399 trophy we're gonna start with
4: big um, news anime
0: news big news
2: let's hit it Ooh. what up Tyler glad you could make it
0: so uh, I down. wanted to
2: start I wanted to start this segment with a new a new segment called WTF is up with the Japanese the first the first uh, selection for this new segment is called uh, my dick turned into a cute girl. <laughs> <laughs> So and this is he... chapter four. The dick gets a disguise. So what we got here is this guy wakes up one day and he goes to the bathroom and he looks down at his pants and there's nothing there. And then he goes out into his bedroom. A lot and there's of men
0: a, can relate there's a cute
2: girl. There's a cute girl standing there and she happens to bear a very striking resemblance to his dick. Uh, in episode four, our guy wants to go out and and say hi to some friends, but he needs his dick girl to go in disguise. Don't and so, are... I don't know who this this girl is. I think she's interested in the main character. But let's let's uh, keep going. Click through. So this is this is Penis Chan. What is that? And she wants to put on a disguise. And the only problem is when she puts on the disguise. <laughs> She looks, more like Dick. Like, she looks like a censored penis uh so what the f Jap- japan what are we doing here if you guys want to check out big girl gets a disguise go to manga decks
0: is she attached or did she actually like she is not attached
2: she's not attached she she does her own thing but uh the earlier chapters reveal that she she very much behaves like, like a normal penis, other than she walks around on her own.
0: This right here is like my favorite panel.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Oh Absolutely. Stick, you remember that song Detachable Penis. Remember the first time you'd hear that on Beavis and Butthead? No. Oh yeah. You don't remember That's that song Detachable thing. Penis? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, that song's a classic.
1: Yeah, I love
2: how I'm- she's kind of just hovering in the back.
1: I'm going to need a <laughs> season and episode count of When That's on Baby's My Butthead, please.
0: Detachable.
5: Yeah, I remember that.
0: You don't remember
5: that? That was a ridiculous song, yes.
0: <laughs> so
2: that's it for chapter one of WTF manga.
4: <clears throat>
5: Sam, I'm loving your look tonight, man.
1: Thanks, man. Hey,
4: hey, I'm loving
1: that uh, Bostonian accent you're trying to throw down there too.
2: All right, yeah, I I do it all for the for the memes. All right, <laughs> up next we got three for the
0: three, memes. Come on, the memes.
2: <laughs> up next we got three uh, release announcements chainsaw man the anime is dropping october 11th mark your calendars uh it's going to be available on crunchyroll and uh i think also netflix eventually but uh right now crunchyroll
0: yes sir detachable penis by let's see try to find which episode it was
2: Next up, we got Bleach Thousand-Year Blood War Arc, which is the last Bleach uh, manga arc being animated and signals the return and conclusion of the Bleach anime will be released October 10th, the day before. Uh, The streaming service that it's going to be on, it's going to be subbed on Crunchyroll. As for the dub... And the rumor has it that it's going to be on Disney Plus at some point in the future, but not in October.
1: Disney Bleach coming to Disney Plus? Nice.
4: That's interesting. I'm excited about that.
2: And then finally, we've got One Piece Film Red opening in the U.S. theaters in October. This was announced at the USC uh, home game last week. They had the band playing the One Piece theme song, and then a, a song from the movie. And then Luffy came on and announced that it would be hitting theaters in October. So pretty neat. I'm pretty excited about all this news. These are m- three of my favorites. If, uh, and I bet that you guys are also f- uh, fans of Bleach and Chainsaw Man and One Piece f- as well. So look forward to these all
1: coming up next month. Nice. Nice. Very nice. So, it was all right. Well, to two, continue
0: our season
1: two, episode 17, I'll have to watch, see if that's on Paramount Plus.
0: It's called uh, Bed Pads and Broomsticks since it's when they play the detachable penis by King Missile uh, episode. Hmm.
1: We'll have to check that out. Yeah, but uh, a... to continue our out of order show tonight and make sure <laughs> that we can move people in and out and fit schedules, we're going to go back and go right into talking about movies and show reviews. Hey, we brought a uh, Tyler, good old Tyler, in to talk a little bit about the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and I have a feeling him and Ish are about to have a very interesting debate.
0: So to get started <laughs> on this, why don't you talk about your your a little bit of background on your love for Lord of the Rings?
2: Yeah, Tyler's got some bona fides we need to get a hold of. <laughs>
5: um, so I mean, I love Lord of the Rings. I i know a little bit about extended lore i can't say that i'm like the most knowledgeable on extended lore by any means Uh, but i have read a year
2: in new zealand
5: yeah so i i spent uh, i spent eight months with my wife traveling around new zealand and uh we did hit up a lot of lord of the rings film locations um and uh yeah man it was a lot of fun
0: i mean what was that like because the sets are just sitting there now right
5: not not for most places i mean you have hobbit hobbiton um and that's yeah i mean that's still set up
3: shire right That's got to be awesome yeah
5: yeah absolutely it was so cool there and you, you know they do tours and they give you some uh background on on some uh you know peter jackson knowledge and everything uh funny side note with that um the tour guide said that the day before they had uh some girl from from they didn't know from where from but some country in asia uh that came and they came in harry potter like slytherin gowns and they were like you're at the wrong place this is... <laughs> 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 but uh but no that was, that
4: was...
5: <laughs> yeah it was like oh this, this is actually like the wrong side of the world um for where you want to be but um yeah. So uh, anyway, no, it was really cool though. They, they have the, they have the party tree up still and they've got, you know, they've got everybody's houses. You can go inside some of them, but um they're pretty much empty. They just look good from the outside. Uh, but then they have the green dragon, which is the inn and you can go in and eat there and they do like a old fashioned style thing where they just bring out like a huge plate of food and the whole table just kind of picks off of it and shares and passes it around and
0: Family style. It was really good.
5: Yeah, yeah, and my wife and I, uh you know, got up and danced around like hobbits and sang the song about the green dragon. So it was really fun. <laughs> All
0: but, right. Uh, so, um, what what's what episode of Ring of Power are we in now, guys?
4: Three. three. Yeah. So, Tyler, like
0: we kind of brushed upon it last week, but. Ish wasn't here, and neither were you, so this is perfect. So we'll start with you, Tyler. What What are your impressions of the first three episodes of Rings of Power?
5: Um, so there's a lot to say. <laughs> um, there are some things that um, that are, you know I do like about it, but there's probably more things that uh, I don't like about it so much. Um, why don't we start with what you do like? What do you do like? Um, so actually probably the person who's my favorite character right now, um, is just, I don't even actually remember her name, but, uh, the, that's usually
1: how it goes when I have a favorite character too.
5: Yeah, no, it's, (laughs) it was, but she's, well, she's not in the lore. She's not like, you know, she's just a made up character for this show, but it was the farmer girl, like the, you know, the, the farm girl that the, um, that are around with the elf. Yeah. Ah, and she's, okay. you know, she's all, she gets all scared, you know, but she, and she hides, but then she just cuts that orc's head off, brings it to the town and says, here they are, you know, let's get out here. And, and, uh, yeah, she was like really BA. And she's like, and, there goes
2: the neighborhood.
5: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But some of the other characters I don't like quite as much because they are, you know, I don't know, they just, they don't really seem to fit the things that I've read or the things we've seen from, um, you know, Peter Jackson's fantastic movies, um, so yeah, I mean, she's she's probably my favorite character at this point, um, some of the cine- cinematography is really good, um, but then again, some of it in some points, like the, the you know, graphics, uh, the CGI looks really bad, so I don't know, man. Uh, most of most of it, uh, I would have to say, is probably not good <laughs> so far. Um, You're not looking
0: forward to watching it?
5: it. you know, it doesn't. It's not catching my attention too much. I mean, I'm I'm watching it just because you know I want to be able to talk about it. Um But at this point, so far, it hasn't given me. Usually, I give shows one season. I say, okay, you you got one season to to show me something and um and then you know if you if you haven't really caught my attention by then 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 I'm out you know like uh for example the wheel of time series you know i i really like those books um and i gave it one season and it was really awful the whole time <laughs> uh and and i'm not going back to that show and i think a lot of people are are feeling the same way but but at this point this show has not given me enough to really be like you know what when season two comes out, I'm going to come back to it. So I'm still giving it some time. But yeah, at this point, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, They've been
2: dropping some big names in episode three. They dropped the name Arendil, Isildur. What did you think of the, the actors they picked to play those big names?
0: It's not going to get any
1: better, Darth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I can't if
1: he's talking about the podcast or if he's talking about the Rings of Power. I think he's garbage. talking reason power because how can he right on both fronts. How can he look at yeah, us he's and say right on this both fronts?
5: <laughs> so they, they actually had um uh Elendil in it. Um and Ellen Deal is a he's a descendant of, of Arendel. Um uh but uh and it looks like Isildor is in it because it looks like they showed his son, um, which tells us that they're pretty far along in the second age, right? Like, like if those, those two guys are alive you know, looking at it from elf standards, uh, if those two, if, you know, Ellen deal and the sealed are alive, then that means it's pretty close to the final, uh, fight sound. So, well, for the second age, anyway, Matt used to um,
0: be my dad crush, but the way Sam is dressed right now, it, it, I know. I'm, I'm sorry, Matt's got to take a back seat. Cause I mean, look at Sam. <laughs>
4: Holy shit. Talk Dude. about.
0: Oh, I can't. I, I'm at a loss for words for just how sexy he is.
1: Well, he did say <laughs> he's got no pants on under that. He's just sitting there in tidy white. He's that, that shirt and jacket and glasses. So. Dude, <laughs> all risky business over here. That's why I was saying. He
0: needs to do a risky business video for us. That's right. <laughs> so, ish. What do you think of the Rings of Power then, as you're a big Lord of the Rings dude as well?
3: Yeah, I guess the opposite, because I'm really digging it. Um, I'm more of a fan of the books than I am like a Peter Jackson movie fan, though, albeit the the books I read, it's been like 30 to 35 years ago. Uh, So since then, I've just kind of consumed the movies. Um, My favorite movie is actually the 1978 Lord of the Rings movie. Um, and as far as this concerned, I mean, I thought the the production values were just were outstanding. Um, the music by Howard Shore. It's just like I, I feel like I, I wish we could be watching these in, in a theater. It's uh, very cinematic. So and this is a, um, criticisms of is it? What's that? Do you have any criticisms of it? Do I have any criticisms? Yeah, no, I'd like the production itself. Really not. I think the directing is top notch. Um they've done a really good job um the you know and it's great seeing you know some of some you know our favorite characters so to speak come back Elrond and Galadriel seeing younger versions of them and just you know I wish actually this would all take place before everything you know when you watch them like Lord of the Rings and they have that little prologue beginning explaining all the history and you feel like damn I kind of want to watch that too and then we get to this, and even this has like a prologue explaining a whole beginning. And I'm like, ah, now nah, I wish we were watching that. I want a Lord of the Rings where there's no beginning to explain.
5: But, <laughs> well, we'll I mean this this kind so of far, is when. Then. Wait, I'm sorry. What's that? So,
2: so Ish, you don't think you don't think that that it's a problem that they're not staying real true to the actual lore. But Galadriel is supposed to be married as and have a kid we're. at this
3: point. Yeah, I mean – they, they should be married. She
2: should have a kid. Yeah. Well, I, I mean,
3: guess this, they're trying this, to – I mean, they're trying to condense what would be a huge, super long series otherwise. So I, I assume they're doing this so that we do get a whole kind of a bunch of main events, not just one event at the end of the first season. How she's out here
2: flirting for? with all these men and – we all know that she's she's only got eyes for elves. <laughs> only
0: got eyes for. Well, elves. I
5: mean, we kind of are looking at the part that that uh, is the monologue at the beginning of the you know of the fellowship. This is this is just before the rings of power have been made. Um, they're Correct. they're building yep. the forge that is uh, going to make those rings, um, and so that that is the timeline that we're looking for. Um, here but uh you know like there's more so than the timeline of when Galadriel gets married like you know it would be nice if they got those details right as well but it, they have you know just the entire character of who Galadriel is, is is totally different from anything I've read you know she she's supposed to be like incredibly kind and understanding and like and very uh, very much somebody yeah, hundred years well later and... that's
3: she's grown
2: no
5: and that's mean, the Gladro already...
3: we know later
2: no she's, I mean, married. She's... she's married in the second age like all yeah that she's she's already
5: like
4: first
5: age. yeah I mean even what you read from what's in the silmarillion um you know I mean, like she's true. already she's a, she's already 1500 years old I think right now at this point like she's or even maybe I can't remember but she's thousands of years old at this point um yeah, you know she's, she's not on the block yeah she's she's not young like you know so uh
0: so well, that wouldn't so, be a cougar what would that be <laughs>
1: a gilf <Yeah.
2: laughs> well you know yeah she is she does become a grandma on the second age right her da- her granddaughter is arwen played by liv tyler in the in the original trilogy
5: yeah, I, I mean I guess I didn't think of it that way, but yeah, she does.
3: Um
0: my ex-girlfriend with Tyler. We had to break yeah, up. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you dumped work. her though, right? I mean, I for all we
3: know, she could be getting married two episodes from now. So
0: Dude, we we were trying to make out on the beach and her dad is fucking singing to us while we we're trying to make out on the beach, like it just wasn't working. He was just he was just too involved with the relationship. But well,
5: she, she was she was supposed to be married Steven in the Tyler. Fridge which is which is over a thousand years before this at least
0: so Um, lee lee is saying what he's not liking about the show is all the women are portrayed as super good and powerful and all the men are weak and dicks is that how they're (laughs) kind of portraying everybody in this show uh i think that's an oversimplification i I don't
2: i don't agree with that
5: yeah i wouldn't exactly say that but uh galadriel is definitely very different like like, everything that I've read about Galadriel shows her as, like, you know, if you think of it as, like, a fantasy board game or video game or something, she's a support character. She's somebody who says, okay, or, like, you know, she strengthens land around troops so that troops get, like, benefits, like, they're, you know, their their horses get faster, they're, you know, they, they feel, have more endurance, you know, like, that kind of thing. She's not, like, the soldier who's on the front lines and jumping 50 feet in the air and, cutting orcs to pieces you know you you look at uh uh you look at the the fellowship of the ring you've got some of the best fighters um in all of of tolkien lore you got aragorn Gimli, legolas they're all fighting this cave troll and they you know they barely end up beating it right and um and you know legolas is point blank with his bow and like shoots it in the head and it doesn't touch its skull like it just bounces off right and uh and then galadriel just comes up with her little dagger and goes pink and you know stabs him right through the skull and you're just like what you know like she just and nothing affects her like weather doesn't affect her you know she's just she's just like unfreeze are
0: known to be stronger than men with stuff like that like they (laughs) can endure a lot more than we can like you know you see women get sick and they fight through it they still take care of the kids they clean they go to work (laughs) i get sick and i'm a fucking baby dude and i'm crying and i'm in the (laughs) fetal position laying in bed and and
5: yeah there's it's a little different from like freezing to death and then the other person like just like oh this is no big deal and just walking around and then just you know like punching punching holes through holes through rock barriers like you know and I don't know. It's just—it's like crazy. They just made her. They made her like, I don't know, Too like strong? She-Hulk. They made her like She-Hulk elf instead of like the wise, you know, uh, powerful mystical elf that you you, you see. Well, you about. know, she's
2: an elf. Elf. Elf uh, stereotypes don't necessarily apply, or uh-huh. human stereotypes don't necessarily apply I to elves. Right? And I
0: message Matt sticks boy. <laughs> So well, she
3: I does mean, make the interesting decision to jump out of a boat in the middle of the ocean.
2: Yeah,
5: well, I mean, she's just, she
3: doesn't
2: want to get she, just, she doesn't want to get exiled. She's just
3: gonna swim across the ocean. Well, she, no, she's just so powerful I guess those she's just
5: are like, very, who needs boats? They float. I'll just swim well.
0: across the sea. <laughs> like, no big deal. If she's that good. Tell her to land on the moon and walk around.
2: I mean, she does eventually get the the water ring right, so she can swim. <laughs> Da-da. Maybe that is. maybe she earned it from her swim.
5: I don't know. She's a yeah, strong swimmer,
2: the first elf to swim <laughs> across the English Channel. <laughs>
5: um, but yeah, I, I don't like it. I mean, they don't like how they they uh portray her character, especially like they go to Numenor, and she's just like does not know how to talk to anybody, uh, royalty, and she's just like, give me what I want, or I'm gonna freaking kill you all. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, okay, who is this person? Not very diplomatic. Yeah, she yeah, she's got no dis- diplomacy
1: skills. Isn't that most women though that say, "Give me what you want, give me what I want," or "I'm gonna fucking kill you"? <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> no, no, they don't say I'm gonna kill you. What they do is so close well, it. Well, that way. was that was awkward for her
3: to show up to <laughs> Numenor as an elf, though. There was a reason that was awkward because the elves had saved them, and now the Numenorans have trouble like accepting that they were saved by elves. So they kind of play it off, and they resent elves. So when she shows up, that resentment is like right there, front and center. Yeah, yeah, but being
5: I, I being it. the like regal diplomatic person that we know of from from Tolkien's writings, um she would she would definitely know that. She's very no- <laughs> knowledgeable about that and she should be able to handle that situation, you know.
3: Well, I feel <laughs> that the Galadriel oh, you're thinking of, apartment. I feel that that's the character she's going to end up growing into.
5: It's not, though. So I instead mean, if of look-
3: taking this Galadriel that's later that we've already seen and read about and saying, oh, well, she's always been like that, they're giving us a little different back- back- backstory. And I could totally see eventually her, you know, going through whatever trials and tribulations and end up being this kind of wise. And then she becomes kind of an elf queen, too. And, you know, kind of this wise elder statesman of the elves eventually.
5: Well, I mean, she in the in the Silmarillion in the Second Age, she deals with kings, and she has to explain, uh, you know, why her people are there, and 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 uh, she presents things in a way that makes things acceptable to people, um, so that they aren't angry about what her people did because her people did commit a travesty, um, you know, in Valinor before coming uh to Middle Earth um but her her section of the army didn't know what was happening Um, and she had to come over to Middle Earth and explain that and and be very diplomatic and very um very cautious about how she presented her people so that they wouldn't get rejected and they could build allies so uh, I mean, we definitely see that, that Galadriel in in the Second Age, in the Selmarillion.
0: So Fred Bruno is saying, dialogue is weak, pacing is slow, heartfoot seems out of place, and more like forest gnomes. Cinematography is good, way. <laughs> and elves just look like humans with pointy ears. I mean, is that how you guys are feeling as well?
5: well the the hobbits aren't even around in the second age they're not a, they're not they don't exist until the third age so yeah they definitely shouldn't be there
0: what the fuck does that mean
5: <laughs> so, so the the third age would be after um after you know Sauron is defeated you know temporarily defeated by uh this oh. or cutting off his hand like so the beginning of the fellowship when they do that that map that that monologue um that's kind of the end of the second age
2: all right so here's a here's a real question tyler what's that does does the divergence from the settled lore uh does it is it a a uh, a death knell for this sh- this series or is it is it still redeemable
5: I think it can still be redeemable. Like uh, you know, like we're only in episode three, so they could definitely make characters grow and become the characters that we know. And in and, and maybe that would help it. So, um, like Galadriel becomes more likable. You know, Elrond. Um, he is. Uh, he's a little total bit nerd. more physically weak. Yeah, he's a, total nerd. he's a little more physically weak than you would expect because he does um, lead armies um, and he actually is a soldier. So they kind of like swapped
3: what physically um, weak. He matched Durin, <laughs> hammer for hammer in that contest. Yeah, you know, he. that's did, the, the opposite of physically weak. He did. He showed how challenge. he had the strength of the dwarves. He did challenge him, but he got whipped
5: pretty bad. Uh like Doran didn't seem like he, did he not was not get whipped pretty even, bad. They they were
3: they were
0: hammering for
3: hours, rock after rock. They even went away to another storyline and came back and they're still breaking the rocks.
0: That's so. why I give Viagra so I can hammer for hours.
4: Yeah. No. <laughs> Albon, hey,
5: I mean Doran didn't look like he was even remotely tired. Um and we don't know how long they were doing that, but but I'll give that to him. He did he did, um, he did make that challenge, which was pretty bold in in the first place. So, um, I don't know. I I mean, I'd like to see more development from him. We, we just, we haven't seen that much from him yet. And so, and that is part of why I say it is redeemable. Um, they could show us more sides to Elrond. Um, maybe it's just not there yet, you know? Um, but, but, uh, Thus far, you know, I just haven't seen what I would like to. But, you know, we're in, like I said, we're in episode three. There could be a lot more that, that happens.
0: So. so, I mean, like, Ish, you're enjoying the, like, the character build and all of this. Like, this is, like, you're liking where it's at, right? Like, I mean, I haven't watched it. I haven't got around to it because it always seems to drag out.
5: Well, the the first couple episodes are definitely going to be thing, you know, setting up the show, and there's a lot of characters. So, I mean, I think it's normal to expect the first couple episodes to be a little bit slow.
0: Are there? I I think we got you. Ways to to
5: go. Sorry, what did you say, Kyle?
0: I said, is if there was any women in there you want to get rid of, who would you introduce to Clayton Crane? Because he likes to steal wives.
5: Um, hey. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I didn't expect a question like that.
2: <laughs>
3: that's not, that's not a good question.
2: What was the Ish question? Can we can we read back the transcript for Ish's question?
0: What was Ish's question? You had a well, question yeah, for was, Ish. Yeah. What I mean, you're liking the character building. You're liking where it's going. You're liking what it's doing. Like, I mean. You seem to have so far, a- yeah. Three
3: episodes in. I'm in. Uh, you know, let's see how it goes. There's, there's a long way to go still in the show, but so how far, how many I'm episodes
0: up. is it? This season, I think it's ten episodes. I think they're going to do ten. Damn, they beat Disney.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that's ten too many, in my opinion.
4: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so we've got sorry yeah that's Sometimes it you know we... i
3: got no complaints nothing to shake my fist at nothing grinding my gears maybe maybe i'm just such a token fan i'm just like i'll take it i'll take whatever you know my bias <laughs> yeah i think there's overwhelm think there's a of, like, of like fair amount of
2: they're taking a fair amount of light of license with the source material um and maybe it'll work out so that we see what they're I think
3: they made it clear that they don't really have access to to most of the source material right this is based on appendices so I guess this kind of puts them <laughs> you in should a, go in get that removed then because they can't <laughs> they can't really refer to anything in the and almost asks like why are you doing this if you can't do the Silmarillion but this also gives them the opportunity I guess to kind of do their own thing um,
1: I did the Silmarillion. Millennium really without, leading, my back without
3: being. Now you have a kid. You know they're yeah. not slaves now to the Peter Jackson movies. They can eventually move on to their to their own and keep telling more stories, which you know, hopefully they're good stories.
5: I, honestly, it kind of feels like a what if to me, like like Marvel's what if series. Like that's that's kind of what it feels like to me. But I, I mean, it's not it. I mean, if I, if I didn't know anything about the character, like if I, if I, you know, hadn't read any extended lore or I didn't know much about the characters, it'd probably be honestly more enjoyable. Um, and I can see a lot of people getting into it who just, you know, haven't done that. And most people, I don't think have most, I don't think most people have really, uh, read too much extended lore. Um, and, uh, you know, uh,
0: so, so did Tolkien outside write of that. a lot of extended lore, like, or is this other people writing extended lore? Yeah, Tolkien,
5: no, Tolkien wrote Tolkien a, a bunch. A yeah, he wrote a bunch, and then, um, and then his son has written some Wait. of it and filled in some of it. Um, but yeah, Tolkien wrote, I mean, we'll what it's based
3: out. on the appendices, most people, a lot of people who probably read Lord of the Rings, never even bothered to read all the appendices at the end, you're just happy to be done with the book. I don't even know what that word means. So, Yeah, like at the end of Lord of the Rings, there's like a little mini encyclopedia, A to Z, explaining all sorts of stuff, explaining how names are pronounced, who came from where.
4: Yeah, good for ninety.
3: I guess that's what they claim they're using.
2: It's a fun. (laughs) It's it's just kind of an okay show. Like it hasn't really knocked anybody's socks off yet. Like. The Witcher, The Witcher came on with sword and sorcery, and it was it was really knocking people's socks off. Uh this is coming on, and it's just kind of like eh, it's all right.
0: So is it falling into that trope of like okay, of like us comic book people that go, It's not like the comics, it's not very good. He <laughs> is getting it a lot game. of that kind of hate. There is a bit of that. There is a bit of it's that, getting that, review that, bombed that people hate hate it just
3: because. It's not a carbon copy bending. of the books. Sure. Well, that, yeah,
5: and, and the race there's definitely bending, that so. comic
4: book overlap.
3: Yeah. Some somebody made
5: a comment saying, so it's probably good for 95 percent of people. I I would say, I would say, yeah, that's probably the case. I think I think like I say, more people would like it uh, if they hadn't read extended lore. Um, so it, it probably is, uh, you know, more more appealing to about 95% of the audience. But doesn't um, go it go back to just
0: amazing. enjoy it for what it is and don't it's got got an, it? has
3: got an 84% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: It's got a what? 84%.
3: Well,
4: it's
1: people were three. the shit out of it, though, too.
0: But I, it seems like they're doing that for everything right now. Everything is getting, like, these review
1: bombed. Yeah, that's the new... uh That's the new, I'm going to start a change.org petition. Mm -hmm. It's just review bomb it now.
0: Okay, I think that's enough Lord of the Rings talk. Why don't we get into She-Hulk while we still have everybody here?
1: Well, that should be episode four. Ignore that three. We were in a hurry
0: to get all the slides together, so I'll let it slide this week.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So what did everybody think of She-Hulk this week? We'll start with Sam because I know he's got to leave soon.
2: Wong's sorority girl friend is my new favorite character in this show. The, the two of them reviewing old episodes of The Sopranos together reminds me so much of my Saturday nights. And I'm like, I totally relate with this chick. So uh, I enjoyed episode four. Uh, I was... Telling the guys earlier that I think this show is kind of like a roller coaster, a mild roller coaster. It's got its ups and its downs. I feel like the even episodes are stronger than the odd ones so far. And uh, I I enjoyed this episode. Blaze was kind of, it kind of fell flat for me, but not as flat as the wrecking crew in the last episode. I uh, I really enjoyed uh, Donnie Blaze Madison as characters and enjoyed Wong's contributions to the episode as well. And uh, the whole dating sex scene, or post, you know, morning after scene, I thought that was pretty just depressing. Honestly, <laughs> I was hoping, hoping that uh, that Jennifer Walters would get a little bit more love, but uh, she got ghosted morning after.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that fell flat. My bad. Uh Tyler Ish, did you guys watch She-Hulk? Are you watching this? I, I got you, Kyle. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> so, I did.
5: I um I'm, I'm, oh,
0: sorry, I'm go not ahead, watching.
5: Talk. Oh, sorry about that. I thought you said me. Um, yeah, Tyler,
0: go ahead and go. Yeah, she can go a second.
5: Uh, sorry about that. No, it's my fault. I apologize. Um, my my wife I tried actually. To ask you both okay so so yeah um i'm <laughs> actually not uh up to date on it i only watched episode one
0: ah ish i know you're watching this aren't you i've watched it you know it's just it's uh, barely okay i don't hate it
3: i don't definitely don't love it I don't think it's that great. I don't know if it's not. It's just really middle of the road. It's okay. It's t- it's totally filler. I-, I feel the episodes are mercifully short.
1: Um, yes, Patrick, any, any it was. I said that. Like, uh, I'd get we were in a hurry to get the slides together, and I accidentally put... I didn't so change boring. the the episode number. What did you think, Matt? Blame me. Uh, I've. I mean, I guess I'm the minority on this panel. I've liked every episode so far. I was okay with watching her twerk with Megan the stallion because I think she dummy thick and I'm a mark for that. And I'm all good. Um, I like the dating stuff. I thought that stuff was funny. I was a little sad when she kind of got rejected in the next morning is Jennifer Walters instead of she Hulk. Um, she's very, very thirsty. And if you watch the second, like the trailer for the second half of the season that came out at, uh, D 23, she is very thirsty for night, uh, for uh, daredevil moving forward. It seems, um, I am kind of starting to feel like I said it last night on Absolute Geek. I'm kind of feeling like these shows are, if you're specking on this stuff, you what are you doing at this point? Like after all these shows, if you're still trying to spec on these Disney Plus shows, what what are you doing? I mean, we should have learned our lesson from Mephisto, but you know, everyone was like, "Oh well, Johnny Blaze, Johnny Blaze." There's a poster for Johnny Blaze there's the poster for Johnny Blaze, and then we get a Richard Boner joke in blue bald and it's Donnie blaze, you know, it's just, it's like everyone, they heard everyone talk and are like, Oh, we're just going to change this to Donnie blaze. And honestly, that was kind of whatever, but I like the Wong stuff. I like the breaking the fourth wall stuff. Um, I'm, I mean, I just find it
0: lighthearted and fun.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And people are saying, well, this, this show makes women look superior and men look stupid and, perverted i'm here to tell you that a lot of dudes out there are like that and a lot of women face it kind of shit on a daily basis so i'm kind of okay with it like not all men are idiots because the the male lawyer that works for jennifer's new firm seems like a pretty stand-up guy and and they're not depicting him to be weak or some kind of pervert but you know otherwise i'm like kyle said I, i've finally learned with after Moon Knight and Miss Marvel, I finally learned to just take it for what it is as a grain of salt and just enjoy myself. And this is a show I enjoy watching. I, you know, my fiance is digging it, and she, finally, she likes to watch a Marvel thing with me. So I'm all for it, man. Like,
4: it's
5: keep up just, the good yeah,
1: not, am, not all lawyers are bad dudes. Later, Later.
2: Hey, present company excluded, right?
5: Hey, yeah. No, I, that's hey. what I said. Not all lawyers are bad dudes. <laughs>
2: hey, don't put that on me. So, All right, everybody. Have a great night. Later, guys. Right,
0: man, Later. See you. So, okay. Episode. I mean, four. what what is up with Wong? Wong
3: is Wong going to be in everything moving forward? I mean, I love Wong, but it's kind of like. <laughs> what made them yeah, I just mean, decide I know anything Wong was going to be our guy and everything? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll give it to you, Tyler. I, I'm okay with Wong being in everything yeah, so far. He, he makes. I mean, I I want to see more of his, his adventures with Madison. You know, I'm okay with that, but <laughs> he's the sorcerer supreme. He's probably the guy that they can get and not have to pay an ass ton of money to get him to be in these shows.
3: Maybe that's what maybe he's like, I'll be, I'll do it, I'll do it. Just give me lunch.
1: He's definitely not comparing like he's not commanding a Benedict Cumberbatch style salary to just show up in yeah. these little Disney Plus shows. Mark Ruffalo was like, look, I'll give you two episodes, three episodes tops, and then you got to write me. A- and then I got to be sent into space because you can't afford any more than that.
0: Right. The budget and, ran short with uh, yeah,
1: Charlie Cox is like, I'm not doing anything. I'll do it for a ham sandwich and a, co- a hot cup of coffee. So just there he is. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't got nothing else going on. Do you think on, there's so. a
3: deleted scene out there with uh, she banging the dude in She-Hulk form? Or he banging her? She bang. She bang.
1: I hope so. I hope it's on Brazzers <laughs> or Pornhub because I would totally go watch it.
5: Well, it probably already is. I, I, not, someone not someone not asked me about the
3: Disney episode. I'm like, no. In the episode, she does it with a dude as She Hulk, and he was like, he, he, he was like, what?
1: Yeah, because they kind of give you 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 think when you see her the next morning like she's Jennifer again, and you're like, oh, maybe she just de-transformed and they banged out, and then he's like. Shocked to see her and doesn't understand what's going on. Then you're like, No, yeah, he totally banged her out of shield.
3: Yeah, <laughs> she was hulked out. So,
1: does that make him sex. a Hulk then? Like, because I mean, like, there's some, a Hulk. Some, there's some bodily trans- fluid trans, you know, transactions Ooh. taking place there. Does Isn't that
3: just man? blood? They, they use maybe,
1: protection, man. Maybe he's going to be a Red Hulk. He could have a
3: PSA for monkeypox.
1: There you go.
4: Damn. so
5: as as somebody kind of on the outside looking in because i haven't seen the uh you know newer episodes um you want Wong, so wong's in it so far
1: has daredevil shown up yet not yet no
0: okay i bet yeah. you it's going to be closer to the end
1: yeah but this like, yeah. is cor- according to imdb
0: he's in five episodes well that's a lie we have determined that was a lie
1: no because <laughs> this is this series is going more than 10 episodes Oh, is it? Yeah, well, it, is it? No, more than the 6, sorry, cuz normally Disney Plus stuff is like 6 episodes, isn't it? Or Yeah, yeah it's 6 episodes. Six so it's going ten? more than the 6 episodes. So let's see. So maybe he yeah. shows up next week. Or the week after.
5: Possible. It's it's it probably 10 episode this season. I wouldn't imagine line. Line. they would make it 39.
0: nine. 9 30-minute episodes.
1: There you go. So, so yeah, he'll probably be in this week's episode going four. four
3: ends. That's that means he's in every episode left.
1: Because yeah, yeah the, cool. the sizzle reel shows him uh, her and Matt Murdock talking in the bar they go to about some lawyer stuff, and then it shows like him flipping in front of a car with her in her costume all hulked out, and she's just like, "He's doing it for me." He's like, "His his tight buns in that." Daredevil outfitter doing it for me. So <laughs> she's very horny. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't mind She-Hulk versus Kingpin. I
3: think that would be a fun matchup. Kingpin lot.
1: versus She-Hulk.
0: So all right. Well some like it, some don't. It's all good.
1: But I've we'll seen a lot up, of in chat talking the, the chat run, for, down, for run, this little. for this one. Again, same issue. Same issue. In a rush to get the slides together. Forgot to change the episode to three. So ignore the screen. It is actually episode three.
5: I'm going (laughs) to hop in the chat right now and be like, hey, this is episode three.
1: Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure somebody will. I'll fix that. I am enjoying the hell out of this show. If you're not watching House of Dragons, it is very, very good. Um, It has pretty much erased the bad taste in my mouth that the lord of the final season of the lord of the rings left um despite his stupid face the final
3: season of game of
1: Thrones. i'm sorry game of thrones Did i say lord of the rings yeah 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 because he too yeah. much lord of the rings talk but yes game of thrones sorry same same right same same um but i i mean despite his stupid face I, i'm really liking matt smith in this series um i like his his character of Damon Targaryen and just seeing him him go ape shit this week in the new episode on the 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 crab dude was was awesome. I wish we could have saw him actually behead him, but this episode was really badass. But so is Sean Bean in this
5: or what? Who? Sean Bean?
1: Sean Bean.
5: Yeah. He, he dies in, like, the first... I forget the character's name. He's, like, the head of that... I didn't really watch Game of Thrones, but he's the head of that, like, house with the wolf or whatever.
1: Oh, this so this takes place, like, 170 years before Game of Thrones. Oh, gotcha. So no Sean Bean. Dang it. No.
5: <laughs>
1: but...
0: It says you mean Ned Stark?
1: Oh, you yeah, mean Ned Stark. Stark. Oh, okay. I was like, "Who? Yeah, no, this. Yeah, this takes place 170 years before Game of Thrones. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of beheadings in episode one. A lot of mutilation. Dudes getting their ja- their junk cut off. Yeah. Um, but this it, this one is a lot of. There's a lot of political play and stuff here in, in this episode. Not. I mean, Game of Thrones kind of had the same thing, the original series. But um, I just like you know, Matt Smith's character and they're all at the war with with the crab people. That and the is king true. sends a what? Yeah, he dies in every oh, movie man, he's in. dude. I don't pay attention to every actor's name. Come on now. But um just watching him go ape shit after his brother basically said I'm sending troops to help you in this war because I think you're you're weak and you can't handle it on your own. He you just flat out goes out uh, goes into this army one on one against ev- him against everyone else and just ends up fucking destroying everyone before dragon shows up so this fucking shows a lot of fun dragons. but I'm enjoying <laughs> it and my only my biggest gripe with this show is just the time jump because like there's a f- time jump of two years or sorry one year from the first to second episode then two to three i want to say it's a three-year time jump three or four year three-year time jump so it's it's just the time jumps are what really get me because i want to know like what happened in between
5: yeah that does seem odd like because normally shows will have that kind of jump in between seasons not in between yeah. like one to two and two to three in the episodes you know yeah i
0: mean that was kind of the death of part of the death of walking dead as well with these time jumps
1: yeah but like tyler said in that in that formula they did it from season to season but this is like every episode there's a time jump
0: are they bouncing back and forth or they just keep going forward
1: no they just keep going forward like the events that like so episode one you watched right kyle so the queen dies and the air the sun dies so in episode two it's already been a year they're, they are they say how it's been a year since those events happened and then at the end of episode two you find out that the king is gonna take a new wife and in episode three you have you find out that the king has a son with the new wife his the do- hand of the king's daughter and they're celebrating his second name day which is like his second birthday so that's gonna be a three-year time jump from episode two to episode three
4: oh, so, that's crazy
1: yeah that's that
5: seems really like sometimes time jumps work like I really actually like how they did the first season of um The Witcher um you know how they had those that you didn't you didn't really see the full you know everything that was happening until like episode 5 or 6 you know um but uh this seems this seems odd. I mean I haven't watched any of house of dragon but yeah those time types of time jumps that do make me feel like i want to be like what you know same as you like what's happening here (laughs) like what the heck's going on you know where's where's the story
1: but i mean it kind of feels like it keeps it fresh though because like you're not you don't have those lull points in the story that i felt like the first the first lord or not lord of the rings but game of thrones series had like you had those very, like first couple seasons. You had those lull points in between like major events, and this one is just like this happens, and then you go to this, this, and this. So it just keeps the story moving, and it makes sense as far as like setting the character pieces where you want them to move the to have these time jumps. But it's still just it's still just kind of weird that you're jumping all over the place. Yeah. But, so, well, guys, part- I uh,
5: I actually have to get heading out,
0: but it was good talking to you guys. Yeah, uh, thanks for stopping on and talking to some Lord of the Rings. Don't be a stranger. I hope to see you again. Open invite yeah, anytime you want. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Thanks a lot, Tyler. Yep, bye. So, for DARS, why don't you... We don't have a slide for it, but why don't you talk a little Cobra Kai?
1: Season 5 of Cobra Kai dropped yesterday. Um, I've already binge watch and the, the, you know the good old netflix ability to binge watch all five all 10 episodes um i really liked it man like you kind of see terry silver take over like if you watch season four you know that uh miyagi doe and eagle fang lost the all valley um hawk won but tory silver pays off the ref to make tory um beat uh la russo's daughter Sam and so Cobra Kai won the All-Valley and the bet was that if if Cobra Kai wins the All-Valley, Yagi Doe and Eagle Fang have to shut down. So you kind of see that the fallout from that in this season um, where the bad guy from I think it's Karate Kid 2 and 3 come back in this season um, and they kind of help Daniel take on Silver and you kind of see some growing up with johnny you find out that he's i see. i don't want to tell spoilers because there's probably people that are are watching it so it
0: just came out yesterday yeah Yeah, i
1: don't want to spoil it too too much and touch on it but i really liked it um they take the characters in in interesting directions i think um they handle the stuff with silver very well um i'm excited to see where it goes i'm excited to see what what season six gives us i have a pretty heavy feeling that season six is going to be the final season because where they kind of end things you there's still some unfinished conflict with some um ex-senseis from cobra kai put it that way um that aren't that haven't been wrapped up yet but everything else as far as like karate kid goes it just kind of fits nice in the ending so <laughs>
0: Bye, his, bye. keeping his man crush alive hey man i
1: just like i said i don't want to i don't want to ruin it for people since it just came out yesterday and not everyone's like me and like oh i gotta binge watch this right off the bat
0: all right but, well let's not spoil nothing let's get into news then
1: all right we're gonna get into some news here now um,
4: you
1: in Do, know um uh, so today was the big press conference um from and uh, from d23 for marvel and uh, lucasfilm and to say that it was a little bit lackluster would be pretty much on the nose uh, mm-hmm. it'd be an understatement really uh we got really we really got no new news we got a trailer for werewolf by night um that's gonna come out october i believe october 10th um, where you're going to get, we got a, our first look at Man-Thing. So Man-Thing's coming to the MCU. Um, and then we got just some some news. We got the teaser trailer for Secret Invasion that they showed at San Diego Comic-Con Hall H. They finally dropped that for the public to see. Um, they got, you got a little bit more information on Cap 4. That they're going to bring back the leader who was last seen in the uh, Edward Norton Hulk movie. Coming back. Um
0: but I mean Pete did a whole thing on this, so if you want to watch yeah. it, you can you could click on that and watch it. So we didn't really really get into it much since Pete did a whole
1: Yeah, Fantastic Four, like everyone was in myself included, was expecting some sort of um Fantastic Four casting news because there was just rumors rampant that Denzel Washington was at D twenty three and there, all this other stuff, that, you know, all these big names were there, and that did not come to fruition. That did not happen. All we got was the announcement that uh, Matt Shakeman, who did WandaVision, is going to be the director of Fantastic Four, which we all kind of already knew. But th- that was pretty much it as far as, like, D23 goes. You got your first look at Mandalorian Season 3. Um, you got your a good look at a new trailer for Willow, which looks really, really good. Really excited for, for Willow. Um And you got a little bit of Andor stuff, but, and uh th- that's pretty much it. Like it wasn't anything extravagant. I think that this is the second year in a row. People have been hyped up for stuff at D23 and it just didn't pan out. So it's almost like next year, I think D23, you're just kind of like, whatever. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Lopez hit it on the head underwhelming, but it was, it's what he expected. So that's kind of, What it was is that you know you expected much and you didn't get it but
0: so should we get into our main topic of the show news that we based our thumbnail on
1: absolutely let's do it
0: let's do it
1: hide your kids hide your wives clayton crane on the prowl on the prowl man this guy
0: I honestly, I feel bad for Jason. He went on and he poured his heart out that Clayton Crane stole his wife. Dude, (laughs) Publicity stunt, covering his ass, whatever it is, I totally, I totally, I watched that video, I'm sure everybody here that's in the chat, that's watching, we, I totally, like, my heart's aching for the
1: dude. I So, Matt? <laughs> I'm in a weird situation with this because, like, when you look at his video, when you look at the events that took place at C2E2 and that acetane cover, and you look at his video that he posted on Facebook about the acetane cover, when the events were going on, that... He was bragging about it. He was like, oh, well, my wife's this cover was my wife's idea. It's the greatest idea ever. Blah, 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 blah. Me and Creighton are, are good friends, yada, yada, yada. And then, so he gets in hot water for the acetain events. And then he goes to Boston and he pulls the, the power move of just leaving a table with dumb, dumb suckers on it. And now he gets backlash from that and it's, it, it, it seemingly like you think that would be the final nail in the black flag coffin. Right. And then he releases a video online of himself crying, saying that all this is because Clayton crane stole his wife and how Clayton crane told him, I no, love. well,
4: Hide your, wife. Hide your wife. yeah,
1: I want to get back with my, I want to get back with my ex, well, you know, my high school sweetheart and I'm going to travel Europe and she's going to be my muse and she's going to get, I'm just going to get her name and, artwork all tattooed over her body and all this other stuff and you don't yeah good friends you don't really know what clayton's side of it because as far as i've seen he hasn't come out and said a word and i don't i don't know man it's just
0: i just think that's a, a big thing to come out as a publicity stunt as a cover your ass that's a big thing to come out and say my wife of 20 years left me for Clayton Crane that is a to sit there and cry about it's it it's a fishing it's trip be...
3: what is it? it's a fishing trip he's fishing for sympathy
1: so you think that you think it's it's sympathy where he's trying to save his ass and it's not
3: part i mean to go to go public like that and have this public meltdown. I mean, part of me was like, well, this is really pathetic and embarrassing. And this might be like his weird way way of PR of getting you to like not think of Black Flag so bad because dude was done wrong by other dude.
1: But like he was like, Clayton's my best friend and he's sleeping on my my couch. Why is this dude who's got some of the best covers in the game? sleeping on some dude, someone else's couch, <laughs> Yeah, you know,
3: <laughs> kind of shows and, the underbelly of the industry. Like it's not, right? all, not all rainbows and pots of gold, you know, and, and comic books. It's, it's there can be some pretty creepy people and ugly personalities and whatever, and backstabbers. And...
1: But I don't, but Kyle and I kind of had this, this conversation. Cause tonight our top five list is Cre- top five Clayton crane covers and I kind of had this discussion is do you think he should be canceled for this? Do you think this is going to be like the nail in his coffin that ends his his career? Should this affect his. Right. And I don't think it. Oh, we're talking about
0: the court of public internet
3: opinion.
1: (laughs) Stick says it's a pullout couch.
0: (laughs) That's that's different. I think he gets a pass
3: because on the other side, it's black flag. So it's almost like. They just kind of cancel each other out.
0: I don't. I, I don't know to go on and to cry and to talk about it. That was, I mean, like it's kind of pussy. I felt bad for the dude, man. Like it. It goes to show that I will never let an artist sleep on my couch.
1: Right, <laughs> especially Clayton Crane because he's probably going to steal your. Baby. I've let oh. many an artist
3: sleep on my couch. <laughs> Those couches smell.
1: <laughs> yeah, they smell like. Farts. <laughs> I've had to
3: get rid of couches because of artists, mostly musicians that have slept on my couch.
0: Could you imagine get up in the morning and be like, "Like I wonder." Like he didn't really say she just left, but like he he got that dear Jason letter. I'm sure.
1: But like, why, why come out and like put yourself online like that? Like, why? Show I think he was like just fishing for
3: sympathy. Just trying to blunt any kind of anger, you know, because that does suck. You know, If you just look at it objectively. The dude lost his wife to his best friend. Like that's as, as shitty as it gets.
1: But like someone. I said, that's one side of the story. Cause maybe they're in just some like weird kinky, like throuple type relationship, man. Maybe they, that's true. They he could be making it out this, to like, a lot like bubble
3: more up tragic. Than than it really is. is. And Hulk Hogan.
1: Yeah, like maybe he's just some kind he could of like have been a cuck for years at this. Exactly. point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> maybe he liked being in the cuck that cuck relationship, and he liked that that cuck life. And now the cuck life bit him in the ass, and he's he's floundering. And Clayton left him out to dry with the acetane thing because Clayton never said a word about it. And now he's like, shit, I'm going down. What? How can I save this? and he's gonna start saying oh well he my you know because if people saw them flirting at a con or something he's gonna be like well he's he stole my wife and my wife ran away with clayton crane and oh what well, was me and buy black flag books you know and like he's like the point is video he's like oh, i'm gonna talk to uh, you know i'm answering questions in the chat like why are you paying attention to your chat bro you're sitting here like working up your crocodile tears like I'm not going to go as hard as Marco did on the guy and be like, oh, he's just, it's all fake. It's all fake. It's all fake. Because we don't know. We just know the one side of the story. But the it's whole thing
0: like, things a shoot, huh? I,
1: I don't know, man. I just, my first instinct would not be to go, as someone who is, who's had a marriage end because his wife cheated on him, I my first instinct is not to cry about it online. You know, it's not to cry about it, to a bunch of people on the internet. Like you kind of keep that close to the chest, but I guess really what what are you trying to do here? Are you trying to end Clayton's career because your wife ran off him? Like, obviously there's bigger issues in your marriage. If someone can come into your life and just drive like up and leave you for that, you know, it's obviously maybe you weren't throwing it down anymore maybe you weren't attentive i i don't know i'm not going to accuse but i'm just saying like to me it doesn't affect clayton crane's work and it shouldn't affect his work and his ability to get work just because dude's wife made a decision you know there's two yeah, people stuff
0: here stuff like that that happens does i understand people yeah. out you know but there's like, two
1: there's two people here like it's not in just rock like rock and
0: roll just three. all the time
1: well,
3: okay, but, three. Never but
1: two two it, people actually. made the choice to, to wrong somebody. So, but if he
0: was coming to town soon, I would totally ask him. So, what's up?
1: <coughs> there you go. I'll well, do one fantastic. of his
0: 10 annual
3: tours of America. So, it's like one year, Clayton month.
1: Crane to, to Scottsdale for a signing.
3: We'll see. I'll have to ask Bill how he feels about
0: this. <laughs> if you get him there, I'll totally ask him.
1: But I know that you've you've said that you have access to Bill who's who said he's got behind the scenes information about the acetane stuff. So knowing what you know, ish, do you do you feel like all this match lines up? <laughs> like this is real, or do you feel like you said, do you feel like this is him yeah. just trying to save face for the thing.
3: It's both. I think it's both. You know, I don't think he's lying that Clayton Crane stole his wife, but he's definitely trying to parlay it into sympathy points.
0: Keep buying my books because this happened. So do you think in his next contract, it's going to say you can't steal my significant other?
1: Probably.
0: <laughs> but why? Cry or you'll have
3: about to do that? free covers for me.
1: I, and I think that's what sends a red flag for me. is like, why cry about that, but then plug your store? Why cry about that, then plug Black black Flag like that? You know? Saying, oh, well, we're going to keep going, and we're going to get you all these ASM issues that you love and want, and we're going to keep going. Like, what? dude, it like... Might be the only thing left in his life, keeping him... Your, you know, wa- <laughs> your life... Well, that was already trash, though. Like, your life is falling apart. You already shit on your reputation by pulling some some sketchy shit at c2e2 and then following it up by pulling even more stupid shit at at boston and so it's like you're like well i need to save face here so you try to jump drum up this like sympathetic story of oh dude stole my wife you know but maybe i don't know maybe it is true because like i said i haven't heard clinton crane coming out and flat out being like nah i'm Dude, I didn't do any of that. Like, he hasn't said a word about it. So, who knows, man? Patrick says... Oh, go oh, ahead. Sorry. Oh, as I was gonna say, Patrick says, I believe him because dude looked weak and called himself a pussy. Just trying to to use it so people will move past the acetate and focus on his wife giving up the asset. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: BK says, all jokes aside, I think this is an absolute desperation. If he's a long-life comic fan, he should know that the average fan has less sympathy than oh, Kyle. <laughs> uh,
1: comic Chef says, if this is all staged, Crane and his wife did play a part and be at the next con. Keep a, keep the novella going, right? Oh,
0: man, can you imagine that next con if both of them show up?
1: Dude, yeah, dude, like they got to be there, all right, in... Dude from Black Flag's gonna be there too, and he, he's got to come in and be like, "You, you stole my wife!" And this guy out of the like comes out of the back with a boombox and is like dun dun dun. And <laughs> yeah. be like, can hold the boombox up. Yeah, like super over dramatic dude. Like, definite telenovela stuff. But, I don't know. That, that's just a lot to go on there. Maybe Black Flag wasn't using his Jolly Roger correctly. I
0: guess. I mean, he was. He, had, he was with his wife for 20 years.
1: Yeah. Sticks his bottom line. Will this affect Crane anyway? any way? Only really in the p- court of public opinion. Like it shouldn't, in my opinion, it shouldn't affect him getting work at all because it doesn't, the, I, I guess you <laughs> yeah, question down but
3: Now it comes down to questions like how hot is this wife? That's what's right. going to make
1: her break Clayton Crane. She kind of looks like Sarah Palin. Well she wears those kind of
0: glasses, she's not
4: yeah,
0: like if you I don't know if you guys used to actually watch their sales, like I've watched Black Flag sales and stuff since they've been on, you know, since the beginning. And his wife, like Jason was never on any of the episodes, like or think like she was the person that was on the screen when they were doing their sales, you know what I mean? Like she well, was yeah.
1: like- I mean smart like hot nerd, you know, nerd bunch of lonely nerds watching a hot chick sell comics. Why do you think like uh what's her face on on whatnot is so popular? I can't think of oh, nerdy chick or whatever on whatnot. Yeah.
4: So
0: BK says it's gonna do nothing to crane. They're soulless like I
1: am yeah, it's true. It, it really is true. Like, as long as you give them good covers and great art, like Costco buy them. Yeah, nobody cares about your personal life. Like,
0: there, Patrick nailed it. That, I was trying to figure out the best way to describe it. And cute librarian thing. All right. Yeah, he said
1: the wife is a solid 7.5. Not bad, <laughs> to be honest. Joe Doolin said 20 years adjust. and he still looks like he shops at Hot Topic. Her corners
3: are <laughs> stuffed
1: bk says if crane shows up at nycc it'll be interesting
0: i mean do you think it's going to be a while before you see him then
1: maybe i mean i don't know it could explain why he's been canceling appearances but i don't know what like i don't know if he's got lawyers that are telling him not to respond or if he's gonna like file like a Defamation lawsuit against the dude, or or what? But like, in this is, I don't know. Do you think the he longer he sits, in- huh?
0: Can you, if you stole his wife?
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you stole his wife, then, like I say, it, his silence can go both ways. It means that he's not making comment because he's not feeding into it, but it also makes him look guilty because he's not being like, I, I didn't do nothing like this, you know? But...
0: NYCC is the last big con. There's a lot of money at stake.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So hey, I'll interested. tell you
3: this. it This keeps us talking about Black Flag. It, you are correct. It does. I mean... You know, because I'm sitting here like, you know, I don't even care about these people. I'm not a big Clayton Crane <laughs> fan. I'll be honest. I don't give a shit about You're Black Flag. But here we are, week after week, saying their names, talking about them. So I guess, you know... It just brings excitement into the comic
1: book community, I think. Sure.
4: I mean,
0: um, yeah, I mean, it's radio silence. And, you know, like Joe says, it's weird. Like, but he doesn't expect to say anything. But it is weird that, like, nothing came out. Like, no, it's not true. It's on his honeymoon right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I just... it's all weird
0: (laughs) it wasn't me (laughs) (laughs) that would be so awesome if he did that but okay so i think we've we've given uh clayton black flag clayton's wife new girlfriend enough attention let's move on to uh, i don't even remember the order of the slides anymore to even transition oh that's Kim
1: kardashian in a marvel movie Oh, boy.
0: Fuck that.
1: I hear Kyle's all about it.
0: Maybe if Courtney Kardashian was, but not Kim.
1: They're all... and In the words of uh, um, Mr. McClay over at um, Beyond Wednesday, they're all burnt.
0: They're fucking burnt. Burnt. But for her to come and say, I will give a shot at acting if I could be in the Marvel movie fuck off
1: well she i mean she's been a movie she was in uh does it was a disaster movie i think and uh, i mean she was in a, she was in a porn she, she was, was in a porn, porn with ray j um
0: but like what would she even play what character did she even fucking play
1: herself like after like after the megan the stallion cameo in in she hulk i think all bets are off like you could just see her show up as herself at some point.
4: Do
0: we need to? We don't need that.
1: No, you don't I don't think you need to, but I'm just saying it it could, it could happen. But I think the oh, general consensus who would,
3: is who wouldn't want to cameo in a Marvel movie at this point. So we can make yeah, we could spend hours just listing people or be like, they haven't asked me, but I'd love to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs>
4: It's I, I,
1: telling Jedi says I'm I'm missing this one. I vote KK and her entire family. Nah.
0: Could you imagine that they, they the way they could do it was like <laughs> the whole family is sitting in like their house and then like Hulk or someone throws a car and the car comes through the window and kills them all?
1: <laughs> that I would be down for that. <laughs>
0: now I could do that kind of that kind of appearance. But, but no. other than that, like
1: no, that's a, this is a hard pass. Super hard fun. pass. Um, Squid Game star Lee Jung-she has been cast in a lead role in Lucasfilm's upcoming series Star Wars The Acolyte, being for Di- developed for Disney+. Plus. Uh, we don't really have anything too monumental, I don't think, released about The Acolyte, unless something came out at D23 today that I'm not aware of, but it's cool that this dude went from a little Korean film that could to to get enrolled in star wars now hopefully i wonder if they're I mean, gonna make I mean, him learn how to speak english or maybe he already knows how to speak english or or what so
0: i mean like he was good in squid games but like is he that good of an actor
1: i don't know i don't i haven't seen him in anything other than squid games so i can't really judge
0: like i'm kind of in the fence about him being in something else
1: all i know is he's gonna get that he's gonna get that disney money now so
0: like, what kind of role do you think he would play?
1: Uh, I, it's he's gonna probably be he's supposedly in a lead role, so I don't I don't know I don't even know what the acolyte's gonna be about, so it's really hard to like. It's this is cool because you're seeing this actor and the the phenomenon that Squid Games was. It's it's newsworthy for that, but really, I don't know much about what the acolyte's even gonna be about, so comic she said an alien role that possible <laughs> with subtitles <laughs> with subtitles there you go so they
0: have him speak his own language That they have to subtitle some alien language
1: yeah probably
0: yeah that wouldn't be too bad
1: so i don't know yeah. we'll see them.
0: yeah we'll see
1: moving on jaws has a strange Dude. connection to a real life murder case
0: this is crazy when i read this
1: this is super crazy. And it's crazy that it involves uh, Joe Hill as well. Like, super, 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 super crazy. crazy. I mean, um, yeah,
0: go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. What were you going to say?
0: Like, you you mentioned a crazy, like, a crazy part that was that was kind of mind-blowing, actually.
1: Yeah, so, um, basically, during the time that Jaws was being filled in Martha's Vineyard, uh, there was a woman who was killed and a teenage girl was walking her dog and found the woman's body in the dunes, a mile east of race point, uh, a, a mile east of where they were shooting the film. And basically her body was found naked and mutilated. Her hands were cut off. And so, was uh, and they think to, uh, make it so she couldn't be identified and her head was actually cut off and placed on her folded up clothes. Um, This is an unsolved case. They still don't know who she is. They just call her. They refer to her as the lady of the dunes. They still have not identified her to this point, but um, it talks about in the article about how Joe Hill and his dad are both huge true crimes fans. And that um, he said they did a, like a, artist rendering of what they thought she would she looked like and and stuff and there's actually a scene they said that joe hill said in jaws that a woman matching the description and who looks identical to the sketch appears in uh 54 minute at the 54 minute mark in jaws she's a blink and you miss it cameo but she's wearing a blue headband and it's the same blue headband that was found that the woman's head was found sitting on top of of her folded clothes when her body was found. So it's just super crazy that like this, uh, and and he's trying, like he's tried to help police figure this out and given this information up and the police are saying that they, they don't have like, it's hard to um, confirm who she is because like I said, it's in a blink and you miss it. Cameo Um, the casting director and the pe- people who got all the extras are all dead. So it's it's pretty much still all these years gone unsolved. So
0: Let me see if I could find that 54-minute mark.
1: The casting director, uh, Sherry Rhodes, died in 2009. So they don't know who the extra is. They can't get names, none of that information. And if you listen to an old episode of Absolute Geek, we actually had a guy who plays the, isn't he the little boy that dies right off the rip that gets eaten yeah. a shark or he's in there next to the little boy that dies, something like that. Um, who said that he used to hitchhike around Martha's vineyard at five years old. And Kyle, was, Kyle basically called him out on this bullshit. And like, it makes me wonder why now I would, I want to go back and ask him like, Hey man, who was this woman? Do you know who she was? Can you, can you help solve this murder? Like, was it you? How were you not murdered at, at five years old, hitchhiking around? So, yeah.
0: So that's that's the blue bandana woman right there.
1: So she wasn't look, even like. She looks like the closet. Like it, it looks. It looks spot on, man.
0: Yeah, that's. I mean, that's crazy. Like she was in the movie and then found murder. Right, like, but yeah, you think when we were talking to the Jaws expert on Absolute Geek, he would have like brought this up,
1: right? Or if you're hitchhiking Martha's Vineyard at five years old and there's a murderer out there, like, what are you doing? Just makes his his uh, story sound even more bullshit.
0: But but I just that's just crazy. Blue bandana, about thirty, fit, one forty-five pounds. But yeah. Crazy. So
1: it's hardcore. So, yeah, it's it's cool that that uh Joe Hill was like in that you know, captured that in that blink and you miss it scene, but
0: let me see if let's see what this is right here. Can we share my screen? oh it's just a picture she's just right here in the corner I thought maybe it was the scene but she's just kind of hanging out there I guess
1: but yeah you can find a a giant article I wasn't going to sit here and read the whole article but there's a lot of interesting stuff in the article going forward and it's cool for for true crime fanatics to check out TK says he could be the murderer
0: (laughs) I mean they do say most Who the murder. jaws
1: expert or Clayton Crane.
0: Clayton Crane.
1: Double O sides th- sounds like a future thresholds episode.
0: I I I think so. I'm that is uh you're gonna have to interview Steven Spielberg.
1: Now. You should find someone that can channel the dead and see if they can be like, listen, I want you to Try and channel this woman with the blue bandana who is found dead in Martha's Vineyard at the same time. Jaws
0: coming on. So what I'll try to do is maybe I'll bring it up with the psychic, and the next time we have someone that's got a spirit box, I'll have, we'll see if we can try to communicate with them through the spirit box. There you go. So that's there, tough. there it is.
1: We'll figure. It, we will. We will solve this murder right here on Saturday night special. We will. Yes, sir. Strap in, because we will we will solve this murder.
0: I am going to ask Greg, six boy. I am going to ask Greg. <laughs> I've been trying to find a reason to get him back on, so maybe this could be our reason. So, and then our next topic.
1: <laughs> Stumbling says I wouldn't say he was a Jaws expert.
0: <laughs> no, I think he was a fake it to you make it kind of guy. Yeah.
1: Our next topic of the night, Amazon cancels its television adaptation of Paper Girls just after one season. So the sci-fi series will be shopped at other outlets by Legendary. This news comes after the sci-fi series premiered its eight episodes first season on July 29th, and it had a good Rotten Tomato score: ninety percent audience or ninety percent critic, eighty-eight percent audience. So it was it was fresh. Um, but so they're going to try and shop it around, but it's not coming back to Prime Video. And a lot of I've seen a lot of people say that like this show was was not well. Um, Advertised and I that think they didn't that even was the know problem. Was out. But, but I, I really I, do. I, I don't know, like, because it was all over Prime. It was all over at San Diego Comic Con. Like, it was all over. I feel like it was. I just feel like maybe because Stranger Things just finished up. Maybe people weren't into that. You know, Stranger Things-esque feeling show, like Stranger Things light, if you will. But. I hope it gets picked up because I love the first season. I love the, the comic. Um, I would like to see it continue on. Personally. Yeah,
0: I loved it. I, I thought the show was great. Like, I thought they did it very well. Like, we deserve a second season of Paper Girls. You know, Brian K. Vaughn just seems to have bad luck. Yeah. On the shows. Yeah. So, but
1: Joe's Doolin says, boo, so many shows get a longer run for garbage. Paper Girls was good. It wasn't marked to the non comic community. Yeah.
0: I, I think that's a lot of it, too. I just think it wasn't out there quite enough. Like, besides me knowing and, you know what I mean? And, and being <laughs> excited for it, I really didn't see any advertising on it besides, like, what, you know, what shows us, MCM, like, absolute geek that like we saw a comic book from comic book sources pages talk about it i didn't really see anything outside
1: of that yeah um the comic chef says i just feel like there's way too much shit to watch at the same time work and get comics yeah and like i said it it came right on the heels of the second half of the fifth season or the second half of the last season of stranger things too so it is all a lot and stick I was stumbling. Jedi says I didn't know anything about it until Matt mentioned it to me. I don't look at prime for series. Uh, had Matt not said anything, I wouldn't have watched it. And yeah, it was probably I mean, like, I
0: don't the same time prime as the prime. voice, too. I don't look on prime for what shows they do. I don't do that either. So if it's not kind of thrown in my face from every angle, then I, I kind of don't know. Yeah. Except for paper girls, because you know, they had been teasing it for a while and then, you know, since I'm familiar with the comics that made it very, that made my, you know, that's what kept it on my radar.
1: Eric Williams says this show was fantastic. Very faithful to the incredible comic more, please. Yes, that's I agree.
0: A hundred percent.
1: But, um, one of the things we got out of D 23 today is something we speculated on a few weeks ago, really in the conversation of the Thunderbolts cast. Well, we found out today that the Thunderbolts are going to consist of Ghost. Um, Red Guardian, White Widow, um, Bucky Barnes, for some reason, I, I got me, um, <laughs> U.S. Agent, and uh, Taskmaster. So a lot of uh, three of the characters coming out straight out of the Black Widow movie. So I guess keep
0: it connected, right?
1: Right. So there's your Thunderbolt team. I'm surprised that you got no no abomination in this you would think you would have since they don't have a red hulk yet you would think you'd have that like big heavy hitter like abomination but oh well hopefully they make some changes to taskmaster too but
0: yes i agree
1: what first girl that's um what's her face from uh seinfeld's character uh, i can't think of what she who what her name what's her name in the mcu ish do you know Mad- madam hydra is it Madame Hydra? That was something else.
3: The Contessa, yeah, Madame yeah. Hydra. So
0: there it, you go, it, with Thunderbolts it, news. That's going to be a movie.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the Thunderbolts movie.
0: Meh. So. Oh, like well, I just started watching it today. <laughs>
1: it is a movie. It is a movie. Okay. Yeah, it'll be a movie, and I'm totally on board for it because I'm. I'm I'm down to see anything else with Florence Pugh in it. Right. There you go. <laughs> Double O's got it. Damn Valentina, nice. Allegra, DeFontaine.
0: Do oh, I use Allegra?
1: But Bucky does yeah, seem nice. out of place. Sticks like, Yeah, exactly.
0: But you're keeping um, characters um, that you're familiar with.
1: Yes. True. That's a deep cut, too, back to Ant-Man 2 to go with Ghost. Like that's a real deep cut but
0: but same thing it's yeah. a it's a character that people are familiar with
1: but and then we're going to roll it over to ish to get some some star trek news
3: yes they had star trek day two days ago and um one of the announcements um They showed a teaser clip, so not like a trailer. They just showed like an entire scene clip from uh, season two of Strange New Worlds and then announced that um, Carol Kane has been added to the cast as the new chief engineer. I got this little pulled up here in case you guys are wondering who Carol Kane is.
0: She is a – I'm sorry? She's in The Princess Bride. She's in License to Drive, right?
3: Yeah, Lights to drive. Princess Bride. She was on that show, Unbreakable. Kimmy Schmidt. Um, I guess she won two Emmy awards for that. She has an Oscar nomination. She was an Annie Hall.
1: That's Dolby that's Afternoon. who she is. She's the old woman in the Unbreakable Kim, uh, Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, the, the like, old, and then of like, course, very head. well known
3: for her character in um, Taxi, as Andy Kaufman's wife, Latka Gravas's like, wife.
0: She truly has aged well.
3: So, yeah, she's 70 years old, and she's now joining the crew of the USS Enterprise as chief engineer. So, my first my first reaction, I guess I have to admit, is, is was ageist, ageism. Because I'm like, what the fuck is a 70-year-old gonna do on a crew? But hey, it's the future, it's Star Trek. So of course, you know, she's gonna have it going on, even at age 70. She's gonna know her shit. Though apparently um they're gonna be replacing the engineer every year until we get to scotty at some point so i I guess she's gonna die or something she's not gonna make it to next season i still think her best we'll see you know
4: uh,
0: crystal's wife and the princess bride princess bride
3: yeah i mean we'll see if she's bringing you know comedy to the show or she's bringing grandma vibe we'll see she looks pretty good for 70
1: Sure. This picture is very flattering of her because if you look at her in Kim Let's hope she, she
0: still could act definitely... good. I'm trying to find more reasons. <laughs> she pictures, brings bring. ancient
3: technology to the future. But, you know, if, and, fucking, if William Shatner can go into space at age 96, then there's no reason a 70-year-old can be chief engineer of the starship. So there you go.
0: I mean, so. that's a lot of pressure for a 70-year-old, though. To be the chief engineer of a starship. Well, I imagine
3: she's got probably got some experience, and so she's like, "I can handle this."
1: Dick Boy has a question for you.
3: Um, Do you think Ughra? Well, is
1: in this. In this. Illness kept her out. Ughra is a main
3: character in the show, so
0: you're right. Keep her away from Clayton Crane. <laughs>
3: That's right. Yeah, unless Six Boys is referring to the actress Nichelle Nichols.
1: I think he's referring to, to the, the to the actress.
3: Yeah, so she actually was, she was supposed to show up as Uhuru's grandma in a cameo, but then she passed away.
0: She's seventy years old. That's crazy.
3: Yeah. So what
1: I'm hearing. Yeah, and even like like the grandma.
3: description says highly educated, highly intelligent. She'll be the new senior engineer officer who suffers no fools. So we can probably expect some like sarcasm, some you know, some shoot downs.
0: Verbal ones, so you excited to see Carol Kane in here.
3: I guess I'm I'm curious to see what they'll do. Like it was kind of like weird news. I was like, okay, Carol Kane.
0: I mean so she's in some that's it for shit that, for and then
3: them. she has been,
0: yeah. Dude, I had a way better Star Trek cover than that.
3: Yeah, you do. <laughs> So uh IDW Comics just celebrated their their 400th issue of Star Trek. So I, can still um, you, I don't know when they started printing Star Trek, but they made it they made it 400 issues in. That's a cool cover. There you go. And the 400th issue is kind of an anthology of stories. Um, a couple of them I wasn't too keen on, but it ends with one story that is, you know, I sets up What is the other big announcement on Star Trek Day was that IDW is launching a new flagship comic just called Star Trek. And it takes place in between the end of Deep Space Nine and Star Trek Voyager and the movie Nemesis. And it's going to be a mix of characters from Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Next Generation. They're going to be on a new ship, Um, new adventures. It's supposed to be canon in continuity. Um, so IDW is banking a lot on that, and the, the preview story is in this Star Trek issue number 400. So I read that, and that was actually the best part of the whole comic, was that story. So I'm ready for this new Star Trek comic. Let's take it on, and I'm going to be the guy who buys fucking every variant cover, just because it's Star Trek.
0: <laughs> I didn't even know was. they were even close to issue 400. Uh, they... Did someone counted
3: it out? And if you include IDW, DC, two DC volumes, in Marvel, and Gold Key, they're almost at issue one thousand.
0: Dan, they're keeping up with Detective Comics.
3: Yep. Damn,
4: so there it is. Time. I
3: know they don't get; they've never really gotten a lot of spotlight. A lot, of, You know, talk about them. But Star Trek comics have been around for a long time. They're always there, and some some of them not so good. Some of them really good. <laughs> so i'm hoping this new this new launch is they're going to put a good creative team on it and they actually did, did uh what's that did you guys get that cover i did eight dollars for a comic and i fucking book? i snatched that one up yeah i bought like i think five different covers on that at eight bucks a piece plus my store discount
0: damn eight dollars for a comic
1: Eric Williams says, "Ish, any chance you might get a Star Trek slash Star Wars crossover like Marvel DC crossovers? Can you make that happen, please?" (laughs) Well, Ish is going to write it just for you, Eric.
3: I guess if Star Trek goes, you know, way back in time to a faraway galaxy, they could meet somehow. But they actually did a, a Star Trek and DC crossover before with Green Lantern.
1: Double O says, I got the Lower Decks cover.
3: Nice. I got that one, too. That was actually the Retailer Incentive cover.
0: did they do a Star Trek Transformers crossover?
1: Yes, they've done that, too.
0: Which is kind of weird.
1: Have they done a Star Trek Trash Can crossover? Because that's where the Trek belongs. <laughs> Matt, we don't hawk Trek here.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> um uh, I was gonna say something else now I forgot. Thanks, Matt.
1: You're welcome. Double O says that wouldn't make sense. Star Trek is sci-fi and Star Wars is fantasy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey what? He's not wrong. Oh
3: I was gonna say so the previous um, continuous Star Trek title, and it was called Star Trek, and then it was kind of renamed Star Trek boldly going, and that went for several years, and that was based on the horrible poopy J.J. Abrams Star Trek movies. But I dug the comics; I liked the comics a lot better than I liked those movies.
0: Dude, I love the J.J. Abrams ones. I thought they were fucking awesome. Oh,
3: terrible, terrible!
0: What? What? You're crazy. That shit
3: was awesome. Yeah, it was just—it was—it was mindless action. That's not what Star Trek's about.
0: Aww. Aww. that's the best kind.
3: New trailer, yes, for, for Star Trek: Picard season three, aka Star Trek: The Next Generation season eight, because they're bringing back the entire cast. It's a full-on reunion. It's not a more Enterprise.
0: What's that? They're even bringing back number one?
3: They're bringing out number one, number two, number three, number four. Worf's going to be there? Worf's going to be there. They show him in the Where trailer. We- he's got a big old gray beard. Worf, Geordi, uh, he's got like these like crazy like golden eyes now since he doesn't wear the visor anymore. Dr. Crusher, Troy, no Data, because obviously, spoiler alert, Data died in season one of Picard. By- like <laughs> We died a nemesis and then they made for sure he was dead in season 1 of Picard and then they're not bringing back Wesley Crusher. But that's it. So otherwise that's you know if you're a Star Trek the Next Gen fan this is exciting news and this is definitely going to be the send-off. I is Jordi
1: going to Is Jordy going to tell us that we don't have to take his word for it and then read us a book?
3: Yes, he will. Hopefully they do He'll another there shall be butterflies in the sky
1: but did you know that they and then the, the other good thing high. about
3: this trailer is not just the uh next gen reunion it actually takes place in space aboard a spaceship unlike season two which had absolutely nothing to do with space or spaceships and it was fucking terrible
4: <laughs>
3: so i'm glad they're doing this because if that whole next generation picard Captain Picard's storyline ended with season two. That would have been like, oh, my God. Like, that was just the worst ever. So I think they figured out. They fired Mark Bernardin, the head writer and then figured out we got to actually make Star Trek again. And this seems like it's going to be a pretty cool send off for that whole generation. As long as
0: the Borg show up.
3: Well, we'll see. I don't know if it's going to be Borg involved because we had Borg in season two and Borg are now the friends of the Federation. So Damn it.
1: Yes, yeah, Star yeah, Trek makes
3: fucking... me very borg as well. You've been assimilated, Matt. That's why. <laughs> you were assimilated by the Borg.
1: Well now that <laughs> now that half the chats are putting to sleep with Star Trek talk, let's get into a little bit of the, okay the best and worst comics of the week. Or covers of the week. On the docket today, up for worst cover of the week, we have America's Really Got Heroes, number one. It's just a bad cover. It's just, yeah, this is just an all around bad cover. It's payback time. And then we also got <clears throat> Batman, a new issue of Batman. It's I, just something about this cover was just not good. I don't know. I think it's the... Uh, aesthetic that you can see his pupil behind the cowl it's just he, I mean what is he is he dodging like a fireball like it's just not a as far as Batman covers goes it's just not a very
0: I'm not sure what Jorge was trying to get with get at with this cover yeah it's
1: just uh, just one of those misses those those rare misses but uh, and of course we got 007 Ian Fleming's <laughs> 007 James Bond. Number two. Wait, wait! You're
3: cover. listening. To this as worst of the week. <laughs> yeah, it's worst. No. Just because That's it's great. 007, That's...
0: it automatically gets on the list as horrible. No, comedy. fuck that, fuck that.
3: <laughs> I don't. I like it. It's got that pulp novel Ian Fleming look to it.
4: So that...
0: I, I only put it on there just to fuck with you, Ish.
1: Yeah, that got put on the worst just to troll <laughs> you. You did. And... I'm fucking raging mad now. He's Kyle. triggered. <laughs> He's triggered now. <laughs> Ugh. And then we also got fearless dawn number one um i just like the chick in this cover looks good but everything else is just not it's subpar like, like, what's this alien doing with like an m1 grand down here man like what are you gonna do with that gun honestly
4: right
1: it's just eh.
3: what store ordered this comic who yeah, knows that's what i'd like to know
1: yeah probably none because you know how many issues um, we
3: ordered of this
0: none
1: Done. double uh, yeah i bet you um midtown midtown probably has some some
0: <laughs> yep that batman cover is marco where they run out of nachos <laughs> and ranch because he doesn't go to the salad bar <laughs> right <laughs> or
4: if it's uh,
1: and me for best... kyle
3: trolls james bond <laughs> yeah
1: for best cover of the week we have uh a variant for alien number one from Dude, marvel that came sick. out this week that is a super sick alien dude. That cover. wrench
0: coming out of his mouth is dope.
1: Yeah, and then uh, so that's got... the
3: uh, Diamond 40th anniversary exclusive cover.
0: Yes, I think it's awesome because the uh, the B
3: variant color. was similar, but it had like more hatching and stuff in the background, whereas the Diamond one was completely virgin with like the white background. And they only made three thousand of those.
0: I, well, do you know what the back looked like of this? Because I imagine that this cover, since it's such a white cover, that it's actually uh there's it's probably hard to find a really nice white cover for this just from the backs of the
4: books
3: yeah I, see, I know what you're saying um you know what we got all All our copies were actually really nice we didn't get any none were like had that kind of ink rub off that you see a lot on white so I guess either we were lucky or they just did a good job because they only made three thousand of these so they how many of those did you get We got five of them. I'm sure they sold quick, right? Were they Uh, not as quick as I thought? I thought people would jump all over these, but they eventually sold.
1: Were they sold? Were you selling them for the $4.99? It it
3: it didn't feel like speculators were coming to buy them. It was just fans who were like, oh, wow, this one's awesome. I want this one.
0: It looks like, I mean, even Patrick said his didn't get collar rub. So, I mean, maybe they've learned from past. Issues, not you know they've they've worked around it now.
3: Sure, or I think it's just the fact that this was part of the Diamond 40th anniversary line, um, that they actually paid attention to the process, you know, or made the sure a quality control.
1: Three hundred printed, or three thousand, correct. That's so how cool. How
0: much is that going for? How much did you sell that for in your shop?
3: Uh, I cover price.
0: Really.
1: There was only 3000 yeah, times. If I go in, was, uh, it, going for
3: $4.99. No, it was, I think, no, it was more than that. That was, that was like, uh, I want to say $6.99. I think. I can't remember now. If I go in on Monday and there's like one still sit on the rack, I'm probably going to bag and board and mark it up. But otherwise, yeah, we just put him out at a cover price. At
1: least that he paid $6.99 for
3: it. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right.
0: That's the Diamond fortieth.
1: No, no, no. If diamond there's one sitting there Monday yeah. morning, still you call you hit me up and I'll give you. Right, seven that's bucks what worth. I was about <laughs> to say. Because <laughs> my shop didn't have this cover at all, so <laughs> BK says fifty for you, Kyle. Damn it! Then we also got Spawn three thirty three.
0: They're on eBay right now for eight bucks.
1: There you go.
0: There's one on here for five. There's one for four,
1: plus so, shipping. I
0: mean, yeah, plus shipping.
1: What's up, Clarence? Yeah, that's. Then you get that Spawn three thirty three cover. Look, super sick,
0: dude. I I just when I saw this, I the shadow with the cape. I just that, this is this is just a badass fucking cover. I gotta get this alien. I mean, they're on here all day long for. They're not going for a lot. So, PX Diamond 40th Exclusive Chavis charts Black and White Virgin Variant. I mean, for not having, you would expect for only having a few thousand copies, it would be going for more.
1: Stick says it's not his bag.
0: I mean, I just as as a. I mean, as a fan of the the franchise, you've got to... I think it's cool. If if you alienate your thing, I get it. You know, totally. And so... And I agree with Eric. I mean, those Spawn covers... Nobody reads Spawn, but everyone buys them because the covers are badass.
1: Yeah, two of my favorite Spawn covers are still the the trick-or-treat ones where you had, like, the the evil ice cream man one on the... The front, and then the other one was, I believe it was, um, what the hell's the clown's name Thanks. from Spawn?
0: I gotta buy one of these right now. Hold on, a <laughs> <But,
1: laughs> clown, yeah. I'm trying to think of the clown's name from Spawn. I know now, whenever clown, I hear clown, I, I think it was the violator. Thank after. you, Lee. Yes, violator, appreciate you. Everyone's just screaming Violator in the chat. BK had to write it in caps. <laughs> don't <scream anymore>. BK. <laughs> but.
0: And still only $2.99. So,
1: so what's this about, Kyle?
0: So this is, I saw, I don't know, I'll probably bring up the article so we can go through their top 10. But CBR did a top 10 of... um where the villain is the best character. And I just wanted to bring this up as we go through this top 10, if we could actually make a better top 10 or if they should be switched around or is there other villains that actually should be on the top 10 that aren't. So let me actually bring up that article real quick. Did I post a link to it? Of course not. Stupid Kyle. Let me bring up the link really quick. Huh.
3: So we talk talking about I'm something like one Star one Wars where the best character
0: is the villain? This was like an overall thing. It was kind of from everywhere. It is, let me bring it up real quick. Let me bring up the link. God damn it.
1: While Kyle's doing that, I want to take a moment to shout out the chat for being fabulous tonight. Stick Boys, BK, uh who else? Eric Williams, uh, Hartman, Lee Rogers, Patrick, just every Joe's Doolin, TK, everybody in the chat, double O. You guys have been fantastic tonight, fantastic as always. Um, love seeing you guys spending your Saturday night with us. Um Definitely appreciate you tuning into the show. We've we gotta dig through the
0: chat now to find out. Trying to things. buy you
1: time, Kyle.
0: I appreciate it. I got it right here. Let me drag it over to the screen number three.
1: Hartman's mom was in here earlier. I appreciate Hartman's mom. I hear she's a big Kyle fan.
0: Everybody's a big Kyle fan, except for Darth, because he's a Matt fan. Yeah, he likes Kyle too.
1: Did you find it, out? Because I got it if you didn't.
0: I, I have it up. I'm going to share my screen right now. So it was 10 movies where the villain is the best character. So what we had was at number 10 from Dune. Which I I've I for some reason I feel like Ish is gonna say that this was a good pick.
3: Yeah, yeah that's not a bad pick. I mean the yeah, the Harkonnens are definitely a very, very memorable part of that movie. Fucking yeah. Naked Sting.
1: Uh at the smack end SmackBitch Smackabitch Sam had to leave. He's at a talent show apparently. So
0: so at number nine, we had The Octopus and Silk and Floss. And then, I mean, anything to send it back. Like M. Bison. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, fu- I love that
3: movie, dude. Raul Julia as M. Bison is the most gloriously ridiculous casting of all time. And this dude fucking
0: chewed it up. And then he died like a month later. What a way to go. So, Freddy versus Jason, we have them both, because they're both villains. Jason got the swung song that he deserved. The 1990 Pennywise from the movie It, which I think is way better than the newer version of It. We got Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. That's kind of a good pick, because that's not
3: an okay movie, but Davy Jones is like, that dude... Just the, the the way they rendered that character was about pretty normal. I think this
0: is I think they nailed it right here with uh fucking Alonzo.
1: From training day, yeah.
0: I'm
1: Are gonna say got- this. If you're gonna go training
3: day, then you gotta go the bad lieutenant with Harvey Keitel. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie. That's one of the most fucking hardcore movies ever. I would I would switch that out to Bad Lieutenant.
0: So they got uh, Hans from *Glorious Passage*, which he was
3: great. He was great in that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Number two, we've got Hannibal Lecter on the strudel.
3: Yeah, I was definitely when you pulled this up, I was like, Silence of the Lambs* has to be on this list.
0: And for number one, it's Killmonger.
3: Interesting that they didn't go with *Empire Strikes
0: Back*. Yeah, I'm surprised Darth Vader isn't on here.
1: I'm surprised Thanos isn't on there either.
0: So that that was my so as I went over this list, that was my question. I I was like, this would be a great uh question for for us and for our chat. Out of this list, who do you actually like? Was this a good order? Who would we have supplemented? Definitely there?
3: not number one for Black Panther.
1: I think Killmonger is definitely be, number one.
3: You think number over a fucking like Hannibal Lecter or Dark Vader? Absolutely,
1: or M. Bison.
0: <laughs> I think M. Bison's a, like a he's a. I think he, if you had to do this top ten,
1: I would remove the clown from, him from it. it get and,
0: the top for him.
1: Yeah, I would probably remove the clown from it and put Thanos in there because I think feel like, um, Marvel did a good job getting you in the first in infinity war you kind of sympathize with him a, a lot so i kind of feel like they did thanos should maybe replace the clown from it uh, but i agree pretty much with the rest of the list like i, I think Hillmonger is the best just because of his story and the way he kind of really redefines of what a super villain can be so
0: so hartman my question is out of this top 10 are there actually any villains that stole the show that aren't on this or should be included in this and sure this a story. movie
3: we mentioned earlier jaws right what do you have without that shark
0: Yeah, not nothing the cockpit oh, from top gun
1: yes number one the ultimate betrayal
0: l from deathstroke that or death note that's a good one
1: pinhead
3: from uh, i, I wouldn't put too high on the list but uh alan rickman as the sheriff of nottingham in robin hood prince of thieves
4: he, only good
3: thing he definitely steals the show in that movie. The only
4: good
0: thing about that movie, um,
3: Clayton Crane.
4: Clayton Crane definitely. Yeah, Clayton
1: Crane.
0: <laughs> oh, Fred's got a good one. Homelander. Homelander. <laughs>
1: like uh,
3: Glenn Close <laughs> in Fatal Attraction. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs>
4: That's
0: what that is. Clayton Crane, that's a good one too. And I still love that. But I mean, like, I mean, Pinhead, that's a good one. Like, there's so many good villains that,
4: like,
0: like I always go back to you remember Pumpkinhead. Well, I think in, in most
3: horror movies, the villain's always going to be better. It's, you know, like, even Phantasm, right? The old dude with the ball, much more interesting than just the guy and the girl screaming throughout the movie.
1: The Joker, so I, yeah, I mean, Mike I think Myers. a lot of this list is phoned. Arnold
3: Schwarzenegger like. as Mr.
1: Freeze,
4: I think Everybody. number 10 could
1: go. Dune 1984 could go. Nine <laughs> could go. The Spirit, Octopus, and Silk and Floss, they could go. I think M. Bison stays. Freddie and Jason can go. I think that's phoned in. The clown from it's kind of phoned in. Davy Jones is a good one, Dude, Training right Day is a good one. <laughs>
4: Hans Hans
1: Gruber. Yeah, it's a good one. sides of the Land. Yeah, think, Hans yeah, Gruber is good, one. but
3: Bruce Willis is. That's saying that Bruce Willis was kind of crap, and the movie's all Hans Gruber.
1: Oh, I mean Hans Gruber is the most memorable part. That's how you know it's Christmas time when Hans yeah. Gruber falls off the Bruce top of the film.
3: Very in that movie.
1: But I think like the first three are good, four's good, five's good, six would be. I think six, seven, nine, and ten could all be easily replaced.
0: I mean it it, it is good. So who do you truly think you th- I mean like who do you think should be number one? You think Killmonger's good, Matt?
1: American Seiko, Patrick Bateman. Oh yeah. Now, I'm, I'm putting Hannibal Lecter at number one. That's interesting. What, so what about Hannibal Lecter do you think is more um, what's I'm looking more, for? More interesting. It makes him a more interesting villain than Killmonger. He's
0: uh, I mean, he's
3: if you count it, he's he's not really in that much of Silence of the Lambs. Just a couple minutes. But every time he shows up on screen, he absolutely dominates the movie. Because and- he's
0: psychological. He He's he's you know what I mean? You don't know if he's telling the truth. You don't know if he's leading you in the right direction. You don't know he's crazy. Yeah, he's like this,
3: you know, puppet master. And then it's just Anthony Hopkins' performance is just fucking legendary. You know, that's going to go down in time as as like an all time performance. You know, Joe Dueling Joe's is pulling some great ones. Yeah, Max, Katie, yeah. and Kate Fear.
1: My colleague Hulkin, the good yes. son.
3: But, I, but what was the criteria here that the villain is the That's best part of the cut. movie? Was that the wording? It's,
0: it's, it's more of a.
1: Yeah, the, vill- the villain is the best character in the movie.
4: Yeah.
3: Where the villain is the best character. Okay.
1: Yeah. So. I definitely think that Killmonger was the best character in Black Panther. But.
0: Yeah, right, right here.
1: Buddy, love from the Nutty Professor. Sorry, I didn't mean to click off one.
0: I just said intelligent, polite, sophisticated, and scary.
1: I'll give you that. (laughs) (laughs) Some
4: deep cuts.
0: There's just some. I mean, there's just people that just take that just still show. I just thought it was a. Dude, Gary Old Gary Oldman. Yeah. Yeah. There's was some in, good uh, ones,
1: chat some good ones.
0: Dude, you know, when he was in uh Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> chat's thrown in a lot of good.
1: <laughs> Harry and Marv, home alone.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah.
0: Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Butthead. Clyde Drexel from True Romance. This motherfucker thinks it's White Boy Day. Is it White Boy Day? No, man, it ain't White Boy Day. <laughs> but I just thought that was a kind of a cool little.
1: How about thing Johnny Lawrence from Karate Kid? Sweep the leg.
3: Yeah. No way. Because Mr. Miyagi is the best character in that. <laughs>
1: He's not
0: the uh, bad guy, though. Yeah, but I've seen the
1: villain. Johnny Lawrence isn't even really the bad guy of Karate Kid. Daniel LaRusso is. Come on.
3: I'm not.
1: Daniel LaRusso is still his own character. worst enemy. LeBron James. <laughs> yep. LeBron James.
0: How about Drago, Drago in uh, Rocky
1: Four? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I saw... a. To bring up LeBron James for a minute because I know Kyle likes NBA. I saw a meme the other day that said um, Michael Jordan was the best player of his era, the best team of his era, era with the Chicago Bulls. Kobe Bryant, best team of his era, the best team of his era are the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James, best player of his era, best team of his era, Golden State Warriors.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit. But but I just thought that was kind of a cool little list to to ponder over. Yeah, it was a fun list. I like that.
1: But uh when uh, you think about
0: to, it, it's just an avalanche
3: of, of characters to name. Yeah.
1: Going back to the comic shop, we're gonna do our first run through our first appearances at hit store shelves this week. Number one, uh, we first up we have Spider-Man 2099 Exodus, or the book that I call the the uh, first appearance. Um hunter or uh, not not necessarily hunter but whore I guess because this book just seems to be made for first appearances Um, this week we got an appearance of Norman Osborn as the Galactic Goblin and a first appearance of Spider-Woman 2099 Um, up next Black Panther number 9 had the first appearance of the colonist and the first cameo of the Buffalo Buffalo Soldier Shooter uh, McGavin
0: (laughs) You eat pieces
1: of shit for
4: breakfast, no?
1: <laughs> Captain America, uh, Sentinel of Liberty, had the full first appearance of the Revolution. Um, All Out Avengers number one had the first appearance of Queen Arak. And then Sabrina, uh, Teenage Witch, Anniversary Spectacular number one, had the first appearance of Amber Nightstone, an evil witch born at the same time as Sabrina. The so Chicken Piper, was... she's
0: going to be in a movie coming up. What was it? What is it? Who? The chick that played Sabrina.
1: Oh, I have no idea. Like which which chick? The, um, the like the Sabrina teenage what... witch. Oh no, I don't. You Not know Melissa
0: know. Joan Hart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey man, she could still be in a movie. You never know.
0: <laughs> Wanda from WandaVision.
1: There you go.
0: Oh, look at that! Joe threw in the f- one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. Mm. That's a deep cut there.
1: And then we're gonna get into our top five. Uh Ish did not submit a top five this week because in his own words, he does not like Clayton, Clayton Crane. Um, <laughs> I wonder if there is some some more deep cut there. No,
0: no, no. Did I didn't
3: I didn't there's no there's no dislike. I'm just did he try to steal your wife-ish?
1: Life. Is that is that what the deal is? Did <laughs> yeah, he, he I'm, try to steal I'm your mom away now from now you?
3: That he might try to steal my wife.
1: Yeah,
0: but
3: I don't, don't know. Oh, to
1: your mom
4: would crave advers
3: and pick a top
0: five. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kathy Bates from Misery.
1: But the girl from Mad Men. That you got to zero that down, though, Joe Joe's doing. So, um, do you want to do your top five first, Kyle, or do you want me to do mine? Uh, Gangs of New York, Daniel Day Lewis, and Gangs of New York. All right, we'll go in order. So, number five for me, I have a uh, Crimson Rain Star Wars Darth Vader cover. Um, I like this cover, not for Vader, but for the Imperial ship in the background. Like, I just feel like the detail on that that starship is incredible, and all the little Tie Fighters and the Millennium Falcon in the back. Like, I feel like everything is so incredible on in this cover, but Darth Vader. Did you see your um,
0: couches?
1: So that's uh, <laughs> why it's number five for me. Number four is. You know, this I, d- I dig the little
3: uh, star destroyers and the bottom corner that was those are really cool just sitting
1: there yeah just like i said everything in the background of this cover is so good and darth vader's just kind of like whatever i think it's his helmet looks weird to me i don't know what it is but it looks like he's like it it almost looks like a little kid smashing their face up against like a glass window looks just very like compressed to me i don't know what it is um number four is this todd mcfarlane wolverine homage um, I just love the detail in Wolverine's face with ve- and the venom in the claws. And just look at the detail on those claws, man. Like, it's, it's just so well done. Like I said, regardless of his status of liking to steal dudes' wives, he's a fucking incredible artist. Oh, yeah. Uh, number three, Silver Surfer Reborn number one. Like, the Silver Surfer looks a little weird. Uh, it's still really good detail, but that Galactus in the background, man. The Glax in the background is just absolutely
0: steals stunning. The show. It's the villain yeah, that steals yeah. the show.
1: Yeah. Number two for me is this Punisher um, cover from when he had the, like the Iron Man armor with Baron Zemo. That is an absolutely beautiful cover. Just <laughs> the detail in it.
0: Right there. Peter looking into space thinking about who's white to steal. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then number one for me, of course, is the Carnage USA cover. It's just, it's just that iconic cover, his flag work, um, yeah. So that is my Clayton Crane top five list. Nice. And then we're gonna roll into Kyle's at number five, dude. That Wolverine cover's dope. Fire,
0: motherfuckers on fire. Wolverine's like, still ready to pounce.
1: Look at like. How small and tiny his like how look how like long his waist is, dude. It's because he's fucking ripped. He's got a ten pack, dude. Like, so I it's
0: know.
1: still badass. It is badass, but I'm just saying. Like, it, Wolverine just looks like he's like Stretch Armstrong there, man. Just so number four. dude
0: this the superior spider man cover or superior carnage i just i just love this it's it's fucking badass i thought i picked a better picture but i guess i did not but i just think this is just they're just peeling them away and i just think it's awesome dude and once I go, it, it, it comes to the fucking detail and that's mm-hmm. really what makes these Clayton Crane covers pop, dude. Just like that in def- the Chain Infinity Gauntlet, it just—I I, just the detail he puts into it—it's just badass.
1: Yeah, that Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, Gauntlet is is, is, is spectacular. spectacular.
0: It is number two, dude. It's hard to pass up skull covers.
1: And it is, dude, and this one was, was, was super, super badass. badass. A stick boy wants to know what issue this is.
0: I don't know. I just thought it was a bad cover. Yeah, I'll look it up right now.
1: But number number two, you had the the uh, Venom 21. I think this was a B cover, wasn't it? Yeah. Skull cover, badass cover. Looking and then number intricate.
0: one. And I have, I, I'm pretty sure I have. I think uh, Michael Stout actually sent me this cover r.i.p yes sir but i mean that's just it's got kylo ren and i tr- i try to get everything with kylo ren um because it's i just i just think he's a badass character if it's just to have darth vader behind him that uh, pops behind you know what i mean it's just it's just killer
1: still looks like he's got he a face even right there
0: dude this is, those are called reflections <laughs>
1: reflections of the wife he tried to steal
0: yes sir let's see if i can find it out.
1: lee rogers says i love that skull cover it is bad super badass cover man i it really is
4: it's, uh, yeah, those are all
3: really really good covers you guys showed proves it's, proves, uh, i guess how he's uh pulling it in snatching that pussy yeah
1: see uh Eric said, Vader's helmet looks too shallow again on Kylo. Exactly. That's what I'm saying.
0: So that it's Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys the Marvel history number one.
1: Okay, Boomer. Who's a Boomer? Um, Who said anything about Boomer?
0: Damn. Matt got the Boomer comment.
1: I didn't. I just saw it. I just said, "Okay, Boomer. I don't (laughs) know. But there you go. Top five. Clayton Cream covers. That takes us into the the topic everyone was screaming for.
0: Oh, the Kyler Ren oh, skit. Oh, the
1: Kyler Ren skit. Okay. Um, but every, the topic everyone was looking for, screaming for at the top of their lungs. It's time for Movie World.
4: Last week, we saw the Burbs go up against
1: Big, and what happened, Kyle? Against
0: popular belief and thought, the chat voted for Big, and I do not know how. So this week, we're doing Dragnet versus Big, and I'm going to have to say Dragnet, Dragnet kills Big. What you I
1: guys
0: still go thoughts? big. Damn, still got to go big. I'm going with Dragnet. Oh, we got so we got two for Dragnet. We got two for Big. Sticks boy still voting for the Burbs, which I agree with Sticks boy. But anyone else? Dragnet. So we got three DK for, Dragnet, Dragnet, for three Dragnet. Come on, Dragnet. Like dragons, your just, mom. Like,
1: oh, we got another Dragnet one for big.
0: big. The tie. Dragons is a great movie. It's a rendition of it. dad Aykroyd and Tom Hanks.
4: Both stumbling the burbs
1: You're out of here, stumbling.
4: Your mom, is not in the big. chat. So big. Damn. That's really it's the biggest.
0: Your mom picked
1: in the big league. too. So big it is. Big still going.
3: Damn. Eric Williamson didn't pick dragnet. You should
1: come out of the chat. Clarence says big.
0: Damn it.
1: Someone Damn says it. Dragnet again.
0: Turner. Eric Williams going.
1: says big. Epic Evan says big. Yep. Joe yeah. Doolan's magic turner hooch over Dragnet. I
0: almost did that. Oh, we got Dragnet and we got Dragnet.
1: I still think Big's got it. Big, big uh, uh, I think
0: I think Dragnet's uh Adam does Dragnet.
1: TK, TK? Dragnet's coming back.
0: It's, 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 I think pretty it, I'm pretty sure Dragnet's in the lead now.
1: Oh. Hands he, down, big.
0: You can't vote twice. <laughs> Dragnet.
1: Yeah, Tyson says the bird was raw, but I'll have to say dragnet. Yeah. This is super it is. close. It
0: is. We're actually gonna have to actually physically go back to fucking count. So
3: my got, count is eight dragnet, six
1: big. Yeah, uh, we, we got another big coming in. Big. So eight and seven. Oh,
0: come on, dragnet people. We got a neck.
3: Oh, I didn't see uh, another big. I think we're tied right now at eight and eight.
1: Joe Doolin says, Bachelor Party Dragnet.
0: Absolute Keek says, Big. You can't vote <laughs> twice, my friend. <laughs> yeah.
3: All right. We're at a tie here. Oh, Adam Adams says, Hart Big.
4: Yeah,
0: he's in changed favor of Big.
4: Vote.
0: Oh, he's 57. I got it. I thought I thought he was vote for Dragnet. Okay. So, what are we at now?
1: I think Big's got it. I think it. we're at big. nine. Big, Hartman eight,
0: says Dragnet. Big. Did Hartman vote
1: twice? I'm not seeing a second vote for Hart- from Hartman. I think that's his first vote. So what are we at now?
3: I think uh, ten to true. eight in favor of Big.
0: Damn it! Damn it! Okay, so come on, Dragnet fans. No Fucking pagan Dragnet- dance. Goodness. Don't forget the
3: Pagan Dance. And the Virgin Connie Swain.
0: He's only 40% present tonight. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> All right, so I guess Sam Sam Sneak says Big. I guess Big's taking the lead. I guess Big wins. All Big right. Dragnet. Dude, go I'm going to have to find a good movie that's going to overturn... Big.
1: Looks like Ish is recounting the votes. Ish is is calling for a recount.
0: So it looks like Big was stays on the board for yet another week.
1: Hartman says three ninjas.
0: Three ninjas. I'm gonna have to pick a better movie. Gump. Gotta have to pick a better movie.
1: To uh, you, Roger said, I'd vote Turner Hooch over Big Stumbling to stop or my mom will shoot. (laughs) So, Big wins again. Yeah, it looks like
3: it's Big 12 to 8 for Big. Big is on a roll. Damn it. Oh, wait, wait, I, I didn't count us. So, Dragnet 9, 10, so 13 to 10.
4: In favor of Big?
0: Uh, Yeah. Yep. All right. Next week's getting a movie that's going to blow Big down. It's going to take it down. Does it have to be a Tom Hanks movie? Is that
3: what the criteria is?
0: Well, yeah. For right now.
3: Okay. yeah, they just... this they, some easy pigs. Just go with Forrest Gump. It'll blow Big out of the water. Come
1: on.
4: You've never even seen Big, so shut your mouth, old man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh. Called out. <laughs> oh, shit. Big is a classic movie. Very good movie. Yeah, so like definitely next it. week,
0: I'll, I'll have to put something up. Let's get a blow Big away. So Forrest Gump. Rodney, if you're still listening, hit me up about that uh about that uh, Batman Adventures 12 book, and I think that's it. Big wins that got it, it
4: in the show, yes. right?
0: Uh, Big
1: wind holds on for another week.
0: Sam was so quick to get out of here; he didn't give us any dodgeball updates.
1: They play with foam balls real men lost to big rubber balls
0: low the burbs lost to big so the burbs beat tremors but then lost to big
1: rubber balls
0: thank you lee for hanging out thank you everybody in the chat for hanging out
1: yeah uh eric i got you bro i'm just waiting to whenever i find my way up to ish's store because i live in the west valley and he's got to be in scottsdale so I'll just mail it to them.
4: Fuck
3: it. But hey, if we have one of those alien covers left, that'll be your incentive to come up. There you out go. For you. There's my incentive. Cover price.
1: But that'll do it. Another episode of Saturday Night Special in the Books. I want to thank everyone so much for hanging out tonight. Um, thanks for everyone's input in the chat and being awesome as always. Um, guys, I hope you had a great time tonight. Again, thank you for being fire in the chat. Make sure you check out all the great programming on Renovision as well as over on the Absolute Geek channel. Uh, Make sure you check out the Star Wars guys tomorrow night. I'm sure they're going to have lots of good stuff for Star Wars that came out um, from D23. Probably give you more insight on Acolyte than we could. Um, As always, make sure to check out the Tat Marco and the boys on the tax show on Wednesday. It's the best damn Wednesday night programming on and any channel on YouTube. I don't care it's what anyone says.
0: Skewed tier yes. list in history. Yeah, you
1: can all tune in and listen to Marco complain about the tier list as he tries to defend it the entire time and then just talk about how shit it is. Um and tell you stories about how he doesn't need a salad bar. So but,
0: thank you, everybody.
1: Absolutely. Have a yeah.
0: night and a good rest of your weekend.
1: Yeah. And on your way out, if you haven't already do so done so, make sure to hit that like button. We got you know we've had a, a up to thirty people in the chat tonight. Only four likes. Let's make sure to hit that like button. Let's make sure to subscribe. Subscribe to both Absolute Geek and vision if you haven't already done so. If this is your first time finding us, and uh on that note, Wait. have a great oh and remember
0: ahead. we got really cool shirts on on the Renovision T-shirt. Buy our
1: merch. Buy our merch. Buy our buy our buy Helps our merch. The channel. <laughs> Helps us make
0: content. Blah blah blah. But we got to, re- I mean, I love the, I, you know, I'm sport my Renovision shirt today. I got my Saturday Night Special shirt also today. There's two different designs for the Saturday Night Special. So check them out. And that's it. Like, subscribe, and we're keep,
1: out. On keep on trekking. <laughs> keep on trekking. And we'll see you guys next Saturday with an all new episode of Saturday Night Special. Keep it sleazy.